Hello, welcome to the Honest Wrong Gamer. I'm one of your hosts, <laughs> Rob, and I'm joined by Mr. Nathan Prescott, my longest running co-host. Mr. Nathan Prescott, hello. Hello, hello. How, How are you? Doing? Oh, I'm all right. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. Yeah. Thanks for asking, my friend. What about you? And I'm also joined by one of the newest. No, not newest. Are you the newest? I d uh, who knows? Who knows anymore? Mr. James Powell, everyone. That's, Can we get some love me. for James in the chat? Hello, James. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, today's show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of the jury, is uh, the Fire Slayer review. That's right, we've been waiting last week. We obviously had to do the Battle Scroll update review, uh, which was received really well. Uh, so thanks for liking, commenting, and all those other things. And then today, we are going to be deep diving the Fire Slayer book, which is pretty exciting. Uh, before we do that, obviously, I've got to see how my co-hosts are and obviously check in with the Twitch chat who are here. Uh, Nathan, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Okay. Uh, can't complain. Um, trying to think if I've done any hobby to report on. I don't think so. Uh, I guess the last bit of hobby I did was when I got stomped on by some dinosaurs. Who were you playing? You yourself? Uh, a yeah. Couple, yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple was, of weeks ago. That was a disaster, wasn't it? That was all right. Uh, was it? Yeah. I, just, I just rolled some dice and I was like, okay, I guess I'll win now. <laughs> yeah, well, one day I'll get good at this game. It wasn't you. Come on. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I was just like, lol, croak goes burr, you're dead. Yeah, that's all I did. Good old yeah. croak. Yeah, yeah such a good croak. guy. Such yeah. a good guy. Best lad. Best lad. <laughs> he's the best dead frog that I know. He's coming back. He's made a comeback. Do you know that competitively? Uh, he's strong. Like, I don't know why he ever went away, really. Uh, I think it's because mainly he was being taken. Like, I think people were shaving off points in other places so that they could get more salamanders in. But now they're like, lol, croak's great. So he's just he's just made a return um, of the return of the croak. Here I am, return of the... Basically. Which is funny, because I wrote a list for Meg earlier, and it has croaking. Okay. Well, I'm not there surprised. Thanks some Norwegian dude uh, for uh, resubscribing. We're obviously filming this live in front of the Twitch chat. If you are one of the Honest Wargamer Patreons, thanks very much for joining Patreon. Uh, so you've done no hobby, Nath. Have you thought about doing some hobby? Um, I have considered it. I've still got to paint up um, some more brutes that I've got in my box so that I can bring an army that's maybe a little bit more entertaining for you to play against. So it's entertaining taking uh, all your toys off, mate. That's just <laughs> <laughs> I just I just I'm really self-conscious that it's not entertaining for you. I similarly Oh no, I'm entertained by it. Okay. Little fuckers. Yeah, yeah, well, I've started I'm painting doing. up my cruel boys so we can have an inter entertaining game. Oh yeah, cool. Old slap chop Slap chop, slap chop. Yeah, because I'm doing a slap chop video and I'm going to do some cruel boys because I think they're going to be perfect, perfect for the video, basically. So yeah. thank you to the What's perfect. What's in your list? Um, I think I'm running 20 gut rippers. Terrible, terrible idea. Um, mm. But uh, my reasoning for that is uh, obviously I want something that's as shitty as your gits. So. <laughs> you, should you not just be painting gits then? Uh, no, I mean, I could be painting Sinesh as well. Okay. Yeah. Or corn. Uh, no, too strong. Too strong. 
James, too strong. James, you're on a you're on a crusade to uh, you're on a crusade to nerf corn. Can you explain this to us? Also, how are you? Uh, yeah, very well. Uh, all good. Uh, haven't played any Warhammer, but did uh, TO the first uh, T Sports Arena Marvel event this weekend. So <laughs> done that. That was pretty exciting. Uh, everyone seemed to have a nice time. That was pretty exciting. It's the wrong shade to talk about it on, but I'm talking about it. Yeah, do it. Uh, and then, yeah, and then I'm on a crusade. So uh, my good friend, uh, Miles Hewitt, uh, has <laughs> been playing Miles. corn for a while. Uh, and on Sunday, he took them to our club night and smashed a thunder lizard into the ground. I don't know the actual score, but that's what I'm going with. <laughs> um, and so now I've decided that White Dwarf update obviously made them broken. Uh, and even as a long-time corn fan uh i'm now uh now want them nerfed i think it's time oh wow okay i feel so, it's unfair why i don't know it, like all um like all warhammer responses it's only emotionally laden as opposed to based on any numbers why what are you saying i'm leading with emotion <laughs> no. is that what you're saying i'm saying everyone responds with emotion only is what i'm saying Oh, well, I am responding with facts. Corn beat Thunder Lizard, who are high up in the rankings. That's true. They've had one little update, therefore they must be broken. And if you also have to put up with more people telling you the boring narrative of corn, it's a bad time. So, hashtag Nerf Corn. Okay. <laughs> That's my crusade. If you see on Twitter, I want reposts, I want retweets, I want some extra hashtags. Like, I, if it gets trending, hilarity. Never happened. But if it does, Larry. Agreed. I can't wait for Bloodthirsters to be battle line. I'm pretty certain you can already have. Well, you can't have Bloodthirsters battle line, but you can have more than four Bloodthirsters, right? In one of the sub factions uh, at the moment. Can't yeah, you, you can. have them in that janky. Uh, that War Scroll Battalion went, right? Where they could be battle line. No, it's a sub faction. You can have five, oh. I'm sure. I'm sure. Maybe I'm wrong. There you go. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Okay, have you done any Age of Sigma hobby this week? Jams? Jammers? Uh, I have not. Well, I wrote some lists, but that's it. Okay. That is it. I wrote a, a Seraphon list, but not for me, for Meg. Okay. Uh, and then I looked at Beast of Chaos list for myself. <gasps> um, but I haven't done anything with it. Okay. All right. I wrote a list and I was like, this looks hilarious. And then I was like, can't remember what I own. Probably should look at that first because I'm yeah. not buying anymore. Uh, but yeah, it's sort of like 90 best of gore. 90 best of gore. So, yeah, sounds that's good. Polished. Yeah. That was how I started. I was like, "How many best of gore can I get? Some filler." Are they are they painted blue? Yes. Okay, perfect. Just pretend they're Zangor. <laughs> no, best of gore are the best gore. Just be like, "There's Zangor, they're blue," and people are like, no. "Yeah, man, whatever." Best of gore. Okay. Best of gore. Okay, best fine. Of the gore. They've only got one wound compared to the other gore who have two wounds. Yeah, that's fine though. Wounds don't matter. Not important in the game. It's true. It's true. It's true. Uh, it's true <laughs> until it's not, and then it's really an issue. Uh, but that doesn't really matter. Um, it's a half truth. <laughs> it's a half truth. <laughs> Lurt to Corn has one wound, and that's broken, so I'm following that line. Question in the chat, James. How many armies do you actually own? I actually don't know the answer to this. Oh. Uh, well, like I've sold Vegas some stuff. recently. I have sold some recently. Mm. So I've got like probably 9,000 points of Stormcast now. Okay. Uh, so I have a Stormcast army, a Beast of Chaos army, Slaves to Darkness army, 
a Cities of Sigmar army and a Zinch army. Okay. So five, I think. I think, but I've, I like I saw my Lumineth and my Flesh Eaters and all my death got like sold or given away. Oh, really? Interesting. Nathan, how many... Nathan, you've got Gits and Iron Jaws. Yeah, so I've got probably four Gits armies or five Gits armies. <laughs> <That's> nice. <laughs> Good. Uh, no, I've, yeah, so I've got uh, Gloom Spite, Gits, Iron Jaws, and I've also got um, a Dwarf army. So, so is it Sigma? No, it's Dwarf army. Dwarves. Okay. All right. There's no there's, such dwarf army. Till I write your battle tome. There's none. Yeah. Uh, actually, I've got Stormcast as well. Uh. Okay. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. So did you? Did you both see the announcement that I'm going to rewrite the Legends battles? Uh. The battle tomes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm waiting for the Bretonian one because I've got that whole army too. Okay. You got any thoughts or feelings on that? Uh. Yeah. Can you make the bows better, but Ooh. still give them that thing where they get like 50 shots once per game? Huh. Just, just transpose the Sentinels war scroll onto them. Uh, <laughs> Can you imagine, little French lads, <laughs> having a great time? Um, I'd like. Do you know one thing I'd really like? Tell me. I'd really like the trebuchet. Oh yeah. To be super strong. Okay. But misfires all the time. Okay. I don't Bring know. Bring misfire. I don't yeah, know how... You've got to still roll one of those dice. Yeah. <laughs> As a misfire. Thing on it. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, bring that back in the game. All right. Yeah, I'm in. Just, just for the trebuchet, yeah. Okay. Yeah, nothing else. That and comes, a template like, as well. Yeah, in theory, you buy it and it comes with that, a dice, and a template. Sorted. <laughs> uh, Nathan, how do you feel about uh, the presumptuous wanker that I am saying that I'm going to rewrite the Battle Tomes for, for competitive match play Age of Sigma? Great. Yeah, yeah, I'm in. Okay, perfect. Um, how would you uh, feel? Be... Go on, carry on. Uh, hopefully, yeah, it'll be good. Hopefully, they'll have uh, allegiance abilities much like the Gloom Spuckets. And we can all be on parity, or maybe not. We'll find out. Okay, okay. Probably won't won't fuck it up uh, that badly. Um, do, would, how do you feel about uh, playing? How would you feel playing in a tournament where Bretonia and Tomb Kings could play, par example? I wouldn't have a problem with that. Would you I mean, be excited or interested? Yeah, I'd be interested. I'd be interested to play like um, Darren's. Uh, nomad things the halflings do yes I'd, I'd like to play against those or yeah i've played against you and kings before i'll play against them again mm, mm. yeah i've got no problem playing against uh stuff that people make up yeah so it's what... all it's all made up <laughs> listen buddy that's the most true thing i've heard ever uh that's the most true thing james how would you feel how would you feel Playing against, uh, playing against, um, I guess non-official battle tomes. I guess is the real question. And if you're watching this back live, I guess leave in the comments below how you'd feel playing against non-official battle tomes. Uh, James, what would you think? I think, like, I think it's that interesting thing, right? Where, like, if if someone's writing a battle tome for 
an army that doesn't exist or an army that did exist that no longer exists as long as it's balanced cool like rather than it's me going oh bretonian battle tome i'll rewrite that how many knights do i have 16 16 knights is the key core objective and they're op <laughs> like that's the point right i think it's like if an army's fun to play and enjoyable or play against uh, it makes no difference to me mm. Yeah, so like I saw something recently. I watched some YouTube video happen to pop up in my autoplay while my hands were covered in like uh, gloves while I was doing some resin stuff, so I couldn't do anything. And one of the videos that popped up was like some sort of like how uh, the world that was came to be, like the Age of Sigmar. And they talked about all of the jokey rules at the beginning, yeah, where so good. like where you had a mustache and stuff. Yeah, like, honestly, like why are we against that? I'm really interested in why we're against that generally. I don't think I am against it. I don't know. I don't think I was. I love those rules, apart from, I'm sure I've talked about this before, I once played someone where he had, I think, Comrade Van Karsteen, and you, you had to talk to him and you got reroll hits. But if he spoke back to you, you got reroll wounds. Hilarious. And he spoke, to, we didn't have a conversation, me and the guy, the guy I was against. He just talked to Comrade for the whole game. <laughs> was a little awkward without like a spare part so maybe not that one but the rest fine wasn't the one where like you had to high elves are talked down to your opponent bretonian you had to drink from a chalice mm. great or great villain you have to do a, st a steering contest with your opponent <laughs> okay yeah that was my favorite whenever you did that that was so funny i loved it yeah because um, i always cheat yeah it's a villain you have to cheat you have to cheat right uh anyway okay so i don't think i'll be doing it this week and maybe not next week it might be the week after because i've got lots of with worlds and stuff uh but i think it's i i think it feels like a no-brainer to me personally uh to put um uh like to bring up those old legend armies into match play for this edition um, and then put them all on the website for free so people can download them and play them, uh, which I think would be really, really fun, and I'm keen to do, uh, especially because I, 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 I've said this on stream already, but I really don't know what happened that we were just like, yeah, cool, guess you can just delete the army, uh, I guess. Plus, it's like a super long con. If I just do, like, 18 different battle tomes, when I eventually, um, uh, when I eventually uh, put them all up, um, and then eventually, like, well, I guess I have to do the fire slayer, not fire slayers, the chaos dwarfs. Oh no, I guess I got to do that. And then I really will have made my own battle tome up, as you two quite often take the piss out of me for. Yeah, so, yeah. so the legend will become true. As we say now, today's meta, tomorrow's meme. That's no. what we like to say. Today's meme, tomorrow's meta. That's what I mean. Yeah, that way around. We say lots of gib gibberish. Yeah. That's so fine. Uh, I'll get them uploaded. Uh, okay, right. So, all right. Well, if you guys, you know, you guys don't seem very enthusiastic. If I'm honest, I just won't do it. Then you guys seem generally pissed. I won't do it. I'm out. I've decided in this what? one conversation. <laughs> uh, if you it's don't do it now, you've said world. you're going to do it. We're both quitting, and you'll do Mondays on your own. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> all right okay all right good okay fine. so now now that you, now you get to decide if you're going <laughs> to keep up with your bargain or you hate me and nathan no i love you nathan so i'll stay <laughs> right okay um so on to news so you're both okay oh a little update on hobby for me i have um so i have a leviadon for my army for my island deep Army, as you guys know uh nathan you've seen my deep Army. it's a 3d printed deep yeah. Army. uh that's so great 
Thank you very much. Thank you. I really appreciate you. Uh, but I wanted to do a Leviathan and I printed out this thing um, and I don't have any, I can't show you. It's too big. <laughs> I was like, I like put it into the slicer and I was like, oh, that looks quite big. All right. And then I was like, and I printed it out and it's huge. So I'm really How huge. Like, I'm going to say Archeon height. Okay. Um, uh, because it's like a tall boy. Um, so I might be re re respecking uh, that little Ineth character, but he's kind of in my. So I've been so he's printed and he's ready to go on a base. So I'm excited about that. I've done something also re uh, something also also really exciting as well. I also have printed out some um, some Countaz Achillean kings, basically, which are sharks with big weapons. They look, in my opinion, fantastic. Uh, bigger than the Green Goblin trophy. It's about seventy five percent of the Green Goblin trophy. Owen, it was massive yeah so very big um and then my other little bit of hobby which is like not particularly so not particularly like hobby i guess but i guess maybe so if anyone has ever been on to aosshorts.com so dan shorts um makes content i guess like he tweets um but on his website he has um a compendium of uh resources that you can download for free which is great thanks dan um and i downloaded the seraphon ones this week which are great and then you print them out as you can see here yeah and then you turn them into cool. and i bought some uh mtg card things and then i've made myself some cards for my seraphon army um which darren played with the other week and they're so cool and like i haven't been like it's really exciting having spell cards back like, you know, in Warhammer Fantasy Battle Days when you had your spell cards, it was yeah. awesome. Like, I, I just like being like, huh, like, it's such a better way of learning your rules. Like, it's so much more fun. You're like, oh, fiery convocation, casting value of seven. Lovely. Cast that bitch. Yeah, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to using these. So, and it didn't cost very much because um, the PDF's quite big. I think, and I printed them on card and I printed them in color. I think it ended up costing me about nine english pounds and then the card sleeves cost me like four english pounds so i guess it's like 13 quid for cards and stuff maybe it's a bit expensive but feels cheaper than probably what you buy from tw anyway i don't know also weird that they don't make them so weird they don't make a man like so weird that they don't make them um because i'm going to do some for you nathan for your goblins yeah so yeah. for gits because cool. then you could just actually just because it's got everything as well it's got like the abilities and it's just instead of handing over something to your opponent so hmm. sorry go on, go so through. is it just the spell or is it also the the spells off of the war scrolls not the spells of the war scrolls sadly oh. uh but it does have like uh the abilities so for instance this mm. has got a thunder lizard ability yeah it's got tr uh, command traits so someone's cool. like, oh, what's your command trait? I'm like, oh, there you go. There's the card. Yeah, just give that a read. Oh, thanks very much. Appreciate that. Like, it's got um, uh, battalions. It's got all sorts, man. It's It's got your artifacts that you use and stuff, and it's just wicked. So you could just be like, there you go, mate. That's my stuff. And you'll be like, oh, cool. So, yeah. So you end up with, this is, by the way, how much I ended up printing out, like this many cards, which is quite a few. <laughs> quite a lot of cards. <laughs> yeah. Right? Um, a, if I, if I was playing Gargants, I'd have four. Uh, yeah, no, no, because it's got all of it's got the command traits. It's also got the battle traits for your okay. and also the sub faction traits as well. So you really can just kind of build up your rules all via cards, like slim that down and then just say to your opponent, they, oh, oh, there you go. There you go. You can so a physical thing you can show your opponent. Right. Which I think is quite nice, personally. 
um yeah absolutely yeah yeah so that was for seraphon um uh, and thank you Rydro Castro. For, uh, so i'll put i'll include in um the show notes uh, i'll include a link to that so you guys can download them because honestly i don't know why i didn't do it before i'm kind of pissed at myself to be honest that i didn't do it earlier on in my wargaming career nathan when i do one for you i think you're gonna be like yeah these are, these are sweet this is great yeah 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 sounds good to me yeah um uh, also, you do get to um, quote tweet uh, that um, that this just in: the honest wargamer takes back his stance on the value of printed products in massive betrayal to the community. You could also do that. I mean, they could yeah. be digital products as well, but obviously, that's something else. Uh, okay, on to news. But if you haven't got them, you should get them, man. They look great. I think they look cool, right? Yep. Yeah. 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 Also, uh, also salt. basically free. Um, uh, cards are great. You can put them against enemy units to remind what debuffs they have. There's also that. There's and mm. there's also tokens and stuff as well from various companies and things. Um, right on to news. Nathan, you weren't here last week, so just a quick uh, question for you: How did you feel about the battle scroll update? Uh, uh, I uh, I had a brief look at it. I didn't think it would be too impactful. I mean, I guess uh thinking about it i'm trying to think so like in the war in the heartlands which was where where we scored victory points instead of win loss draw mm. and and i think uh all of the games were pretty close maybe that would have helped me a bit there get higher up the table i don't know if i would have actually have won any more games the games that i lost were Cruel Boys, obviously, that wouldn't have helped me there. Nope. Um, nope. I think, no, I lost against Gargan. So, that, yeah, but I lost quite badly against them. So I don't did you kill I, one? I did. I would have got extra points there. I would have yeah, got, so you got a two, three extra points. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that would have just put, pushed me up the standings. I, I don't think I would have been able to turn that game around. Um yeah so i know uh yeah well, I, I mean it helps a little bit but it, it does seem like just a little a little bit really okay. in my opinion i don't know what the consensus was uh on james, your panel james what did you think uh i said i was like it was fine it was interesting to see them start a new way of doing something but i didn't see it really making a difference to any of the armies that needed it to make a difference to them uh rob your your take was uh my, my my like i did a big pros and cons list um like obviously i thought that that was really important to to do a big cons and pros list and it was uh interesting i guess uh talking about it like ah, like it's still now i think it's a nothing burger like i think it's i think it's silly we're even having a conversation about it there are already tools in place for doing balancing uh, there, are, there are points and war scroll changes which we've seen work effectively unless they've been done ineffectively, right? Like making Skull Reapers 10 points cheaper didn't make them better um, at all. Uh, so, like, why would you do that? Whereas war scroll changes for, let's say, Kragnos took him from terrible to good. So you already understand that, like, points changes will work. You understand rules that work. Um, I don't really like the idea that it's like there's something cool and new either. Like, I think that's just a bit silly. Um, I saw that they did an event at One World this weekend, and you got to be you got to be the top uh, prime hunter. You did the most kills, um, which is, I guess, a nice award to have. 
but you could just have that anyway without needing it to be like a balancing mechanic that doesn't really work but like my, my feeling is the same as it's been for a while now i think age of sigmar is in a pretty great place ultimately yeah i think there are armies that need help and there are units that need toning down um massively uh and um and it's incredibly fun to go play games with your mates like yeah that's that's pretty much where i'm at like i don't really have like i don't i've said this time and again i said this today on the stat show and i've said it all the time uh you know games workshop is the fast and the furious right they're just they're just making they're just churning out like mid quality um like crap but is really fun and enjoyable to watch and play like you know and, and that's okay like i i'm not i'm not like I, I, i'm done doing critiques of vin diesel's acting acting although there's nothing to critique it's basically perfect do you know what i mean <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of where i'm uh see you later um so yeah i i don't i don't have anything more to add to that i think there'll be a lot of conversation around it but all that conversation is basically worthless and i can't be asked with it does that make sense or does that seem yeah, a bit yeah. standoffish No, no, no. That's that sounds fair to me. The uh, like you say, I mean, it is interesting that they've chosen a different route to go down to try and balance. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, um, they might just need to. I don't know. Yeah, it, I don't know if it'll be that impactful. To be fair, uh, uh, like no, I, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I think the numbers tell us it's not going to be that impactful, right? Like, yeah. right. So anyway, like there's no one yeah. who I there's no one who I respect as a gamer who's been like, this is good. So, like, I, like, do you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I, Whereas, I, yeah, yeah. Like you say, like the um, the white dwarf update for the Beast of Chaos that was impactful to yeah. them. Yeah, hell yeah. But that was basically changing the war scrolls for the for the the their um herdstone really yeah, well, yeah you changed the rule for the herdstone didn't you that also yeah. then changed the war scroll of every model in the army basically yeah but yeah just one war scroll really in the army the herdstone then just affects the whole the whole state of affairs so yeah interesting yeah but i think i think it's like i think it's just a bit of a nothing burger but what it does it adds an additional layer on top to allow like facebook players to argue about the how it plays or i don't know no one who i care about uh like i like it doesn't it, none of it bothers me basically i just like whatever i've, I've done a show on it yesterday uh, last week like it's fine like cool. who cares like truthfully i still get to push my toys around yeah and dragons are still dragons and long strikes are still long strikes and that's okay right so uh good like because ultimately just like i saw some buds this weekend like owen came down that was lovely yeah i saw like i saw james he's playing marvel like it really does really showcase the like it didn't matter really what was even being played just people were just having a nice time vibing on that do you know what i mean like yeah. that's where life is that's where life is after lockdown and everything else that's where life is not some semantics of again a terrible terrible company um okay so i think that's the news the oh the other bit of news is and this is really exciting huge news if you're into the war hammies this this wednesday night or is it thursday night adepticon preview nathan and james adepticon preview Ooh. right yeah uh so uh we're gonna see some new new news for age of sigma exclusively this week 
uh, from Adepticon. So got some guesswork to be done. Twitch chat, guesswork. Nathan, guesswork. James, what are you thinking? What do you think it might be? Because obviously... <laughs> We already know what we already know what the four new books are going to be. We know that it's Daughters of Cain versus Nighthorn, and then it's Skaven versus Sylvaneth. Do you think they're going to announce Skaven versus Sylvaneth in the FOMO box, or do you think we're going to see something new? Yeah, I doubt it'll be anything new. New. They might just yeah, just tell us that, about those books. Uh, have they officially announced that it's Skaven and Sylvaneth? Not that's... officially. No. no. Oh, okay. But unofficially. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, maybe they'll uh, announce that as okay. a thing. Okay. Yeah, and then probably, uh, and the other one was Nighthorn and Nighthorn and uh, Doors of Cain, which we already know are coming okay. out. They've got a FOMO yeah. box. Yeah. So, oh, we they've pretty much told us everything about those, haven't they? They have. Uh, they have. Yeah. So yeah, so it'll just be more about the. The Sylvaneth and Skaven, then. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we we'll get some new models. James, you're a big Skaven fan. What are you thinking? Yeah, I, I'd be excited to see what they do. I think that's probably the one book left with like a nod to those original rules that we discussed a minute ago, like the 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 kind of jokey fun ones. Yeah. Uh, so I'd like that book if it comes out to stay the course and still be a laugh. If it's not. Uh, yeah, not so keen. Okay, okay. You like it to keep the weird and wacky, wacky rules, basically. Yeah, I want yeah. like I want my Doom Wheels to like be able to move thirty six inches, but if I roll bad, that my opponent gets to move them off the board. Like, yeah. let's go <laughs> throw them into space or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Step on them. Yeah, all step on. You know, give me rules. Yeah, give me rules. Give dim, me give... dim rules. Give me give me enjoyment in this game that you're pitching me. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, James, by the way, that that feeling won't bode well for the review we're about to do. But that, that's a side note. That doesn't really matter. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know what I don't know what we might see. Skaven would be really exciting. Sylvaneth obviously would be really exciting as well. I really hope we see some new new Sylvaneth. I don't know. I'm just gonna pitch an idea off the top of my head. What do I reckon I want to see? I reckon like Tree Revenants uh, riding. Oh, let's just think something off the top of my head. Bugs. Tree Revenants riding bugs. I reckon, or something like that. Who knows? Something like that. Cool, yeah. Uh, and a new rat thing. New rat thing. I'd like thing. to see rats riding bigger rats, but also they're riding smaller rats. <laughs> <laughs> so like medium size, real big, tiny, but lots of them. That's also fine. <laughs> yeah, I also want that as well. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I want lots and lots of rats. I want another. I really want another Warp Lightning Vortex spell uh, rewrite that's way too good. Like, again, That'd like, be nice. problematic. <laughs> like, I want it back. I miss it. I miss it. Like, I want it back. I, uh, when Skaven were top dog. Well, top rat, whatever. Yeah, top then, rat. When they were just like, then, hey, yeah. by the way, this is stupid. Let's go. <laughs> Going to teleport you, yeah, and I'm going to do this thing. Oh, they, uh, they didn't even have to teleport at the beginning, did they? It was 26 it was inches. Gonna... Set yeah, up. I'm just going to do this thing and you're going to be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Best lad. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I want it to, I, yeah, like, I'm very excited about it, basically. So we'll we'll see how it, um, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, that's the Adepticon news. So there's that upcoming, basically. 
Okay, uh, what else? Oh, uh, no, that's it, I think. I think we've got our 1,000-point event. It's selling quite nicely. We've got some tickets for the Sunday. If anyone wants to pop down for our Sunday 1,000-point uh, uh, event. It, that's a great question, James. That's just a great, that out there. That's just it's a great time. 10th, I think, of April. Yes, yes, the 10th of April. The 10th there of April go. is when we've got it. So uh, if you're keen to be involved, it's the 10th of April. Uh, we've got some tickets left for that. Or I think we've got a couple of tickets left for the Saturday and the Sunday if you want to play 10 games of 1,000 point Age of Sigmar, which would be interesting. Actually, James, Nathan, I haven't asked you. Nathan, what kind of list would you play in 1,000 points? Uh, there are some restrictions, though. Feel free to ask me why or what's going on. Uh, no named characters. Um, uh, uh, you have to obviously have two plus battle line in 1,000 points and only up to three character uh, three heroes um no name characters no unit over 330 points uh mm. no unique items uh sorry no items from the ghp so artifacts from the ghp and then also yeah. no command traits from the ghp basically um so i think those are the the main restrictions i think that i can think of oh you can only reinforce a unit once and you can only reinforce battle line battle line Battle liner. Battle line. Yeah, so what do you think? Cool. Uh right, thousand points. Uh I could probably squeeze the gobble palooza in. Yeah, you can. Good yeah. start. Strong start. They're no, named characters. They're yeah, they're not named characters. They're not uniques. No. I oh, know, because you can take multiples, can't you? I remember. Oh. That's why you have so many boxes of them. That's why, yes. Amazing. So, I'm going to sneak my way around the rules so I have named characters that aren't named characters. Very good. Very football. clever. Very clever. Uh, yeah, yeah. Gobblepalooza and some goblins for them to point sticks at and tell them what to do. And they'll ignore them and do something else. That's it. That would just be the Gobblepalooza <laughs> and goblins. Uh, and some goblins. Uh, they'll need a, I'll need a proper hero because they're not heroes either. So, yeah. Uh, a loon boss. And yeah, and the gobbapalooza and some goblins and some snufflers. Wow. Okay, going real bare Top bones. Classic. But a classic. No, maybe not. Yeah. Okay. Oh, obviously, as goblins, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very interesting. <laughs> James, what about you? Thousand points. One beast lord. One beast beast lord wizard, whatever his name is. Bray shaman. Best to go as many as I can fit. Okay, <laughs> why? Because uh, they're fun. They're the best score. Uh, and that's the only Beast of Chaos that I have loads painted of. So that, just that on repeat. Oh, I just wants to rally on four ups and then he's yeah. singing. Oh, yeah, I forgot they even did that. I was just thinking <laughs> they'd hit things. <laughs> okay, all right. This is really fun. I think I saw a suggestion that lots of boom thirsters might be quite fun in that. You could have two you could have two boom thirsters in a pack, which would be fun. Um which uh, they'd have to be fast though, because can't corn's getting nerfed. <laughs> they are. They are. <laughs> <Just saying. laughs> Gonna be my joke for this week. Uh all right, okay. Um that's it. I think that's it for the news. That's it for all the stories and stuff. So time to talk about Fire Slayers, uh, which someone who's watching this will be like, I can't believe it started forty minutes in. Um, so <laughs> awkward for them, uh, but Faster. not for us. Uh, I mean, not bad, not bad, but not, not, not the quickest. Okay, so uh, this is what I need. Yes. Okay. So what's in the book? Okay. What's oh, in the book? Good. Okay. So we've Ginger got dwarves. Yeah. some words and pictures. <laughs> some words and pictures. Some story as well, actually. 
Yeah. yeah. That can go under the words, but that's hard. true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not read the story. Is the story any good? Uh, the story, what for this? Mm. Big doubts. But I haven't read it yet. I'm maybe planning to oh, do it over the up. weekend uh, over a pea latte. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. A pea latte. That's very fire slayer of you. Yeah. That's exactly what I think they would drink <laughs> as well. Thank you. Yeah. Um, mm. So uh, they've got. Uh, new battle traits. Uh, they've got four sub factions. Okay, only so only four sub factions. Yeah. They've got eighteen war scrolls. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, is that right? Actually, I'm sure it's not. I'm sure it's twenty. I'm sure I've updated this already. Hold on. Uh, it's twenty war scrolls. war scrolls. No, it's twenty. It's, no, it's twenty war scrolls. So I've got that wrong already. Twenty, 20 war scrolls. Yeah, twenty war scrolls. Four In prayers. The whole book. Yeah. And all but three of them are heroes. <laughs> Seventeen heroes and three dudes. Yeah. Uh they've got they've got seven command yeah, I know, right? They've got hold on, well, we'll do that in a minute. They've got seven command traits, ten artifacts, but, uh, and three mount traits, okay? And then if we look at the units, they've got twenty war scrolls. Okay, so yeah. twenty. Right? Two battle line units. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Four battle line if units. Okay. Okay. Ten leaders. Fifty percent of the book. Yeah. Oh. Right. And this is oh, and three of those are invocations, James. Okay. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, but and then and then three monster behemoths, one piece of faction terrain, three invocations. I should have probably put that on there as well. So I'll do that in a bit. Um, but the interesting bit is no named character. Like, uh, is it is that weird? That like like I, I can definitely see it as the third this is the third Fire Slayer book, isn't it? I'm pretty certain. Right? Yeah. Um mm, like yeah. isn't it weird they don't have like a faction leader or a hero like that with a name? Am I am I the only one who thinks that that's weird? Is there any other factions that don't have a name character left? Flesh it courts. Okay, yep. Like And that's it. What about the then they have a, an Underworlds dude. Doesn't that guy got a name? Yeah, he does. But he, the Underworlds people don't count. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Wrong game. Wrong game. Wrong game. I don't even review them in my reviews, you know. Just pretend they don't exist. I'm just like, whatever. Uh, someone said Gotrek isn't in the book, but he's not a Fire Slayer, is he? No, Gotrek so. isn't a Fire Slayer, no. He's not part no. of your army. Yeah. He's uh, basically an Ideneth Deepkin at this point. Yeah. So... <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, he basically is. You're correct. Um, yeah, yeah. I think the fact that Gotrek hasn't been included as a hero, I think, is super weird, right? Um, now, this is a like anyway. So, no name character, I think, is odd, especially when you've had all this time to potentially write one in, right? You could just have any of the characters. Like, can we talk about like? I don't think I've still emotionally recovered from what happened with Prince Vortry, right? They had a Vampire Lord and Zombie Dragon for a while, and some of you might not know this, but for a while, yeah, there was no Prince Vordry. And then, for no reason at all, zero reason, like none, just one book, only one, they were just like, that Vampire Lord and Zombie Dragon also could be Prince Vordry. And you're like, amazing, next book, can't wait to see them do name version of other characters. And they were like, haha, joke's on you, we did it one time, never doing it again. You're like, oh, this is weird. It's a weird flex. Um, again, ah, they could, yeah, because they could have just named a magma Droth guy. They could yeah. have named a magma Droth guy. Charlie. Yeah, Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie, Charlie and Charlie. Derek. Derek's the magma Droth. 
Are, yeah. are we naming the Mangladross as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. Derek. Oh, obviously. Okay. It's not one named character, it's two. Just, oh, I like the Iron Jaws guy. His, his, uh, more crushers got a special name. I can't yeah. remember what it is. Yeah. 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 Grumpy. Is he grumpy. called Grumpy? No, I don't know what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Forgotten what his name is, but yeah, he's got a special name. Uh, because they have thought up a name was called Bongo Magma Drummer. That's true, darker design. So, um, yeah, so it, uh, kind of an interesting book in that even with this latest update, yeah, we, and it's definitely a mainline book now, right? They've produced since, like, because since first edition, right, you were like, oh, maybe what are they going to do with Fire Says? They're going to roll it into another book. Second edition, we got the Magmic Invocations, right? Mm, so yeah. you're like, okay, you're supporting the book. Okay, you're supporting the Fire Slayers. They're your boys. And then third edition, we got the, the new Flamekeeper model in the FOMO box. So you're like, yeah. okay, you're supporting them. What are we going to do? How are we going to mix this up? And then uh, I, I just thought they'd add one, but that's kind of me thing, basically. Um, uh, so anyway, like, and maybe Fire Slayer players don't care. Maybe name characters are, are bad or not not good. I don't uh, know. Do but... you think the issue here is that maybe they don't have a named character because they already have more heroes than units by, like, almost double? Uh, <laughs> I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe. Which is rare. Like even Stormcast, who have ninety-seven heroes, yeah. still have more units. <laughs> I think it's weird that this this release this far on didn't end up with some new units for this book. Feels very undersupported. But I guess a new book is support for all those people that love a boot in their mouth. Um, but anyway, like just a weird thing. I was I was reading through. I was like, oh, this is weird. Um, uh, we have a named white character in White Dwarf, but he sucked. I do want a proper one, though. Okay. Uh, all right, anyway, I mean, because people were like, you know how Lotan was a joke, yeah. right? And now Lotan is good. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, I mean, he needed to be. He's probably one of the best models Games Workshop have sculpted in the last 10 years. Uh, agreed, right? So, like, I, anyway, it's not much to complain about. Now, normally, <laughs> this section that we do here, this section that I'm about to do, is where I would start to look at uh, the uh, where I do my first impressions of the book, yeah. But I don't really have first impressions of the book, which is why, because like by when we did the Iron Deepkin one, I'd already done the kind of like my own YouTube video on it, and then we kind of discussed it. This is one of those books that actually is feels a little bit obtuse to me uh, as a as a as a as a list writer. Uh, effectively i'm hoping the conversation will really like put that into context especially talking with nathan who plays generally more msu armies and especially because this this army doesn't have much ranged fire support which like i actually find quite useful in an army and this army struggles with it so it, it feels like a very variable army so i'm hoping the conversation kind of puts us in the right way but a classic fire slayer army normally took three two lots two or three lots of ten hearthguard berserkers a battlesmith a magma droth some characters behind it and you would just build a kind of fighting castle basically that's how it previously worked okay they all went back to back and fought to the death yes uh and then they sat there very comfortably on a sub 50 percent win rate but over 40 percent win rate so not really much to shake up there so i i don't know i don't know if people want to play with the island of deep king you kind of want the island of deep king to have played the same way that they did previously but with yep. the Fire Slayer book, I feel like you wanted some more options for play style, I would argue. I don't know what you two think. 
Well, I mean, yeah, you kind of want, because uh, they're primarily a combat army. So you want combat armies to be fairly dynamic to be able to move around. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they've got the options to ambush, deep strike sort of thing, but they're not the fastest of dudes. But then, like, they're the same speed as Iron Jaws. They're also movement four. But then the Iron Jaws make up for it with their crazy uh, doing stuff in the hero phase abilities. Um, I thought, so, yeah, that's that's a sort of similar sort of thing that you want for these guys to be able to do. I mean, based on competitive list, Nath, uh, all Iron Jaws move nine inches, as I've seen it recently. I think every Iron Jaw is on a pig, as I understand it. Oh, fair, fair play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe but then the not. Iron Jaw's not moving nine inches. The pig's moving nine inches. He just happens to be there. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, yeah. Good point. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Okay. So I don't have my kind of uh, like what I think. What I would like from the book is more diversity than three blocks of 10 Hearthguard Berserkers basically is what i'm saying i would like to be able i would like to be able to build a bit of a shooting army out of the uh uh the auric earth guard is it and then we need to talk about the names in a minute but we'll talk about that more uh and maybe like a hordy bigger blocky army would be quite fun as well uh which is a challenge because all of their units come in blocks of five so like oh no actually this unit with unit 10 uh okay so let's talk about the battle trait shall we yeah cool okay so you've got uh you've got a couple of things uh, you've got Fierce Counterattack, right, which is a command ability mm. that allows fly- Fire Slayer units to gain always strikes first in the enemy's turn. Okay? Okay. Which is yeah, a... So it's command ability. They command use ability. In the en- enemy combat phase. Yeah. Yeah. And all of them? No. Just uh, one unit. So pick one unit and that, yeah, that unit strikes first. Okay. So that's great, but... right? Yeah, it has to be within three inches of unit that's just charged at that turn and not within three in- inches of any units that haven't charged it. Within, so, uh, and it's at the start uh, yeah. of the combat phase, so your yeah. opponent can charge in two units and override your ability to do it. But if they only charge in one unit, you're going to be able to activate this and then uh, fight no. first. Uh, Isn't it? It's only, only, no, it's only if they're within three inches of a unit. So if... If they're in combat with a unit, then they're not that hasn't charged, then they're not going to be able to strike first. Yes, yes, yes. If you're locked in combat, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, if, yeah, if it's combat that's carried over from a previous turn, but if somebody charges you and you're sort of not been in a fight up, up until then, then you can counter attack and hit them first. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And, it, and this, sorry, this is one of their legions' abilities. Yeah, yes, it's a gen- so this it's- is. The equivalent of always strikes first turn three. Uh, yes, I guess. No, uh, no, the runes are more the equivalent of that. Okay. This is probably the same as Forgotten Nightmares. Like you can only shoot the it closest model. Shot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Only it costs. Well, yeah, it's a bit like the command ability that the king, the king comes with. The Achillean king can't he make a unit strike first? Yeah, he can. D three yeah. units, but only, D3. only, but only. Interestingly, in the Anathikin phase, this is kind of yeah. like a. This is an interesting place to place it, where yeah. it's when you're charged, which makes it more difficult to fight them. Basically, yeah. So, I mean, I think that's good, and I think this is maybe why the book itself has a lot of play. I really do think this. I think mm. I think the book itself has a lot of play. I don't think it's arrived at a five O army in the current meta 
I think it feels more three two four one as an army, but I feel like it's actually weirdly got a lot more play for you as a player than the Ideneth Deepkin book. But I think it's more difficult to use and maybe not as effective when you do use it, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's more challenging a book, I think, than the Ideneth one. I think the Ideneth one is very dynamic. And so uh, you're probably a little bit more forgiving if you make a mistake because you've got the movement to to be able to compensate, I think. Whereas this one, obviously, you, if you're a lot slower, so your movements have to be very, you have to be thinking turns ahead. So, yeah, more challenging. But the tools are there. So, like, that's a good tool, but you have to allow for that. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. I, I, yeah, I think it. I think it's really interesting. I really do. Um, mm. And I think ultimately, like fire slayer players should be. I'm not really sure. Like having read through all of it, I think fire players, fire players, fire slayer players should be kind of excited and happy about the book. But I also think that there were more. More could be done. I think maybe. I don't know. Anyway, so that's fire, fierce counterattack. Yeah, which is really really interesting. I feel like it really already builds into you building a big brick of fifteen hearth guard how it feels because obviously you want to if you if you're going to use that command ability you're going to want to maximize what that command ability does i guess um mm. heroic action uh is blaze of fury right so this is a, a unique heroic action that you get for fire slayers and it's the enhance effect of an urgold rune is in play is active for that hero so basically when we look at the runes in a minute there's a there's a set of runes that you can uh, choose to use over the course of the battle and if you roll a dice on a six, you get the enhanced effect of an Urgold rune. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's fun. Um, uh, and this is a heroic action. So you can just be like, cool, I want to use the enhanced version on my hero this battle round, obviously. Yeah. Uh, not battle round, turn. Um, so yeah. But we'll talk about the Urgold runes now and then we can come back to it, right? Um, yeah. Uh, so. Um, yeah, the other battle trait which uh, is the Grimrath Oaths as well. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll come back to that. We'll do we'll do the Grimrath Oaths with the Grimrath Berserker, right? Okay, yeah. Okay. So that so yeah, it's a battle trait, but it's like it feels like it could be on the war scroll already. Oh, yeah, 100%. All right, Urgold runes. Okay, you, these so James, these are runes you start at the beginning of a battle round, right? Okay. So you yep. smash uh so it's the beginning of your hero phase, sorry. It's the beginning of your hero phase. Sorry, that's when it happens. Yeah, start of your hero phase, activate one of the following six. Yeah. Yes. So beginning of your hero phase, you activate one of the six. Once you've activated one, can't activate it again. And you've but got... I can activate one each turn. One yeah. each turn, every hero one phase, and it lasts each till your of next your hero phase. Yeah, and it yeah, lasts okay. till your next hero phase. Okay? So you smash yep. a rune. Okay, first one is the Ruin of Fury, right? Which is plus one to hit for fire slayer units in melee. Right, but you roll okay. a dice when you activate a rune, James, and if you roll a six, yeah, you get the enhanced effect, which is affected, which affects all of your army, army wide, and that's plus one attack in melee. Okay. Yeah. For the whole army. For the whole so army. So the whole army, board nice. wide. Board wide. Uh, yep, and it's melee. Yeah. So you get plus one to hit for the whole army, <laughs> and then if you do roll the six, then you get that, or if you activate your blaze of fury heroic action. Yeah, and that guy gets it. Yeah, yeah. So that guy, that guy can have a plus one attack. Uh, uh, yeah, you get both both effects at the same time. Yeah, it's an additional yeah. effect. Okay. Yeah. Then you got the rune of far sight. 
Um, uh, this, it, by the way, this uh, plus one rider or weapon monsters enjoy this too. It's a great question. The heroic action is, yeah, plus one attack in melee. I think it would be, does it say excluding mounts? I don't think it does. No, I think it's only command abilities that exclude mounts. So yeah. it should should be it should affect the mount as well. Yeah. Okay. Then so then you've also got the rune of farsight plus one to hit for fire steel axes. Yeah, which is um uh right, which is a throwing weapon that they all have. You got plus okay. one, and then uh, if you roll a six, you get plus one to wound for fire steel axes. Which and they're normally fours and fours, the majority of them. So it hitting on threes. Mm. Pretty good. Uh, or potentially threes and threes if you roll the six. Then you've got the Rune of Searing Light, which is six sixes to wound, cause one mortal wound in addition. And then the enhanced version of that is each enemy unit within three inches of fire cell unit suffers D3 mortal wounds on a two plus. <laughs> that is not an enhanced version. That's just like, like that's the worst six you could roll, uh, I think. Yeah, that's uh, not D3 as well. It's one mortal wound. Is it? Yeah. On a two plus, they take one mortal wound, not D3. Oh, no. So, yeah, when the rune is activated, roll this dice for each enemy unit within three inches of any friendly fire slayer units. On a two plus, the enemy unit takes one mortal wound. I think that was a bit of, that was a hopium in my, uh, <laughs> in my, in my no, slideshow. It was, it was a hopium slip. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I oh. mean that's that's not bad because it's not only melee, so it's also the their axes, so it's probably a better one than the far sight one, because uh, if there's a lot of axes flying around and if they're unmodified sixes, you can and you can target uh, little heroes at the back. They're not gonna the lookout sir won't affect that uh, all these mortal wounds that are flying through the air. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think the mortal wounds are a good, like, the, taking the mm. rune of searing light in a turn when you know you're going to fight. I, I, I'll have a conversation about this in a moment, right? Because um, I think it's good to compare this, obviously, to the Anethic one in a moment, because James is right. This is kind of like the tides where you pick it, right? You've got the mm. rune of awakened steel, which is plus one rend to melee weapons, right? And then um, uh, you've got another plus one rend to melee weapons if you get the enhanced version. So plus two rend to your melee weapons is great. Uh, the rune of fiery. Go on, Nathan. That's a great one. I mean, so you've got two two runes which buff your combat mm. rounds when you activate them. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah, and for a combat army, that's pretty pretty good, pretty scary for somebody that's going to be fighting against them. I agree. Uh, rune of fiery determination is a six-up ward. Uh, and then if you roll a six-up and enhance it, it becomes a five-up ward army-wide. Uh, and then you've got the rune of relentlessness or oh, relentless just the rune of relentless, relentless zeal yeah relentless zeal uh and that gives you plus two inches to your move which, which is the unenhanced version and then the enhanced version is plus two inches to your charge okay right so i'm gonna make my my initial thoughts right yeah and then i'll see what you two think so number one they all pretty much apart from one they all buff melee Yes. Yep. Right. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess the ward save kind of benefits, like being shot at. I guess, <laughs> um, like, so I guess it, but it doesn't really benefit shooting, right? Yeah. So it all, and then one benefits movement. Okay, good, right? And then I guess after turn one, so I guess turn one, you do the rune of relentless zeal, 
yeah to get a bit faster and then after that mm. you kind of pick and choose oh you're like oh i'm up against armor so i'm going to try and do the rune of awakened seal and get the additional rend or actually i feel like i'm going to get charged this turn so i'm going to activate the try and activate the six ward you know and these are all really great bonuses but like if compared like i don't like i guess because the books are released at the same time it's really hard not to compare them in line like the i don't think ones feel perfectly done like turn one cover in case you get hit army wide you're like okay turn two run and charge you're like that's great turn three always strikes first the whole army and you're like okay and while this does benefit loads of like this is these are all great buffs they feel like they're all melee centric so i'm not saying that then they're, they're bad they're obviously they're obviously buffs to your army but they're not quite as well structured as necessarily going through the steps of a nine they can tide and then sure. you obviously you get all of the bonuses like for this if you roll a six whereas the other deep can like guess what uh thank you ebert for resubscribing i'm gonna have a five up ward just because i've chosen to this turn as an example um so i guess you get more choice which feels like a bonus and is a positive but also it feels like i guess not as good that's kind of how i feel i don't know what do you, what do you think nathan well the fact that it's there's more choice you're more likely to make a mistake <laughs> i guess <laughs> good point so uh yeah but i mean but i think if you're a, if you're a, a better player then you can probably make uh more um you can make more out of the, your choice that you have here um but yeah there are two definite bonuses to to combat um well i mean the, the one of them um uh, will uh, um add a bonus to your shooting as well i mean the searing heat one it, it, it's just any unmodified um wound roll um so that's great okay yeah uh, and it is wound rolls so and they do have a lot of or priests as well so don't forget you can have a few curses flying around as well they do they do so have a lot you of priests could, could be doing a lot of mortal wounds yeah yeah i i do like the runes uh um never sure if the enhanced effect thing um on the balance of that uh, but i do like the fact that the runes just happen as well for them they're very reliable uh sometimes you feel like the enhanced effect is maybe too powerful so like you just roll a six and then suddenly the game just goes absolutely like off the charts mm. um so yeah if you're if you're playing against that i don't know uh i think it, so if you're thinking of in the terms of like oh we're trying to get a balanced game then maybe having things that that just go uh completely bonkers on the roll of a six maybe not uh so great but then if you're just playing for fun then yes obviously that's that's the sort of thing that you want roll six and then stuff goes nuts that's fair that's fair yeah 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 i think um guys of all trades in the chat says says have always kind of played like a reactionary army react against what's coming compared to what is what is an obvious path through the game i guess that mm. seems fair um uh but yeah, I think yeah. I think yeah. I think the Urgot runes. Yeah, yeah, I think the Urgot runes. I mean, there's not always strikes first army wide in the army, right? 
No, so yeah, it's not the old what was it, Hermdahl, was it, where you could have loads of voice tracks. I just mean, I mean, in comparison, right? You comparing oh, two yeah. armies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Comparing yeah. it to the Deepkin or any of those sneaky elf guys, yeah, sod those guys. So it feels slow, and um, but like you know, like probably more survivable, I guess. Um, feels slower, and uh, I don't think these are particularly uh, as good, but they're great buffs. Okay, end of. Right, so you can really you can really uptick the output of a unit. Okay, fair enough. Okay, it's super easy for someone to make a mistake with those two. How do you mean? Well, I think you know, like like when we looked last week, we looked at the Ideneth one, and you're like, cool, it's turn one. So like, I print my cards. I'm like, turn one, everything's in cover. Throw that card over my shoulder. That's done. Yeah. Like, and I know, mm. but then I can be like, oh, what happens next turn? Oh, uh, sweet. Yeah. Whereas I think with these like. If you're like, oh, turn one, I give everyone plus two move. Mm. And then you run, move everything forward, and then don't like don't know the army you're playing, and you go into Ideneth, and they're like, cool, now move 16. Oh, tag you all. Um, I think there's that interesting thing. And obviously, if you ride, roll the six, mm. you're guaranteeing two and two. But if you don't roll the six, you're not. Mm. So I think it's easier to make a mistake in this, isn't it? Whereas in the Ideneth one, you're like, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Also, a correction in that, uh, for the Room of Fiery Determination, the yeah. enhanced effect, the five-up ward, that's only to heroes. Yes, yes. Yeah. Five it's up not ward the whole heroes. army. Yeah. yeah, not the whole army. The six-up wards for the whole army. Yeah. The five-up ward is only heroes. Okay. Uh, right, okay, so, so so far that's your, your suite of allegiance abilities. Your other allegiance ability, I guess... Is um <laughs> it's for this guy, a Grimrath Berserker. Let's talk about him before we talk about the, the allegiance ability, right? He moves okay. four he's moves four inches. Yeah? Okay. Um oh, why is it moving? He's oh. not in a rush. Huh? He's uh, not in a rush. No, he can he can fight twice on a two up, basically. He's got six wounds with a four up save, right? Um and if he hasn't fought twice and is killed, he can fight on death. Um and then I really didn't quite understand this unit. This is, again, one of the things that I really struggle with when I was reading it. It's okay, though. I read the Doomseeker after this, and now I realize that this <laughs> unit isn't a joke unit, and the Doomseeker is, right? So I'm trying my hardest to understand the Grimrath Berserker. Some people on Twitter tried to point out some combos you can do. Um, but let's talk about him. So that's what his War Scroll does, James. Really simple, yeah. really easy. Nathan, is melee output. Uh, yeah, so he's got four attacks... Uh, hit on threes, wound on threes. They're minus two rend, and they do two damage. Yeah. Uh, and he's got the the throwing the throwing axe that everybody's got. So fours, fours, minus one, one damage. And he gets one of those. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So yeah, he, they've all got one one throwing axe. So basically, four attacks. Yeah. That yep. could be damage yep. too. It's where we're at. That's where we start. And obviously, he can attack twice. Yeah. Yep. So eight attacks, damage two. That's where we start. Okay? okay, and then it's really like pimp my ride. This is what it is. You build yourself a Grimrath Berserker, and then you pimp him up. Or you take several Grimrath, Grimrath Berserkers, and you pimp them up. I think is the, the main shtick. This is the gag. This is the fun bit. This is, this is where you find <laughs> the joy in this army. Because he's a pretty boss model. Actually looking at him on the screen, he's like a sweet-ass dude with a sweet-ass axe. So he's pretty cool. So, like, designing your own, like, Build-A-Bear... Grimrath Berserker actually feels pretty fun. Okay, yeah. so 
what you do in a battle traits is at the start of the battle your grimrath berserker can choose one kind of oath to swear i don't know why this has started to hold on my my presentation now has started to uh, consistently so at the, yeah at the start of the first battle round you can pick one of the following oaths for each grimrath berserker to swear uh, the rule for the oath applies until the end of the battle and if your army includes more than one Grimrath Berserker, you cannot pick the same oath more than once. So they've all got to swear differently. They can't swear the same. Yes, yes. So uh, that's okay. And then we've got some pretty fun oaths. So I quite like this. I... <laughs> Do you not think it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on then. Uh, yeah. No, you don't like it? I, I, I mean, I like them, but I just don't know if they'll have much part to play in I don't know how often we'll see these oaths, but yeah, yeah. It's an interesting, it's a fun little mechanic. No, listen, I, I'm on your side. They're terrible, right? Like, yeah. the, the whole, <laughs> lo, like, right? Like, but what I'm trying really hard to do is to be fair and balanced TM. Yeah, is right, to be yes. like, because so, someone's going to be listening and be like, fire says yes, right? And they'll be like, oh, this guy seems to be trying really hard. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, yeah. trying really hard. So people don't feel, don't feel people don't put off. Yeah, but yeah. what I could say is, I could just start the show with saying, I've read this book, feels like a very mid-tier book, it's pretty bland, does nothing to in any way encourage new or interesting playstyles, but you might shoot a flame spitter, and that's fun. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, cool, right? But, rock on. Yeah, yeah. Let's fucking I've rock on. I've actually got a Grimrath Berserker. That's the one Fire Slayer model I own. At You've moment, got one? So yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, okay. All right. I know someone that owns five... Oh, yeah. You know, he could swear five different oaths. There you go. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, uh, what you can choose with the Grimrath Berserker. Come on. Let's get positive. Let's go to Grimrath Berserkers. Okay. I will cut down the priest of Grimnar's enemies. So, start of the battle. Plus one to hit and wound and hit wound and damage against priests. Yeah. And they pick this at the start of each battle, sorry. Yeah, one, yeah, at the first battle round. It's not in my, it's not in my, uh, not uh, in my list. No. Okay, cool. No. So if you come up against an army of priests, then this might be one you want to swear about. Uh, yeah, cool. yeah. I mean, that's pretty good. There's some big threats that are priests, I guess. Uh, an engine of the gods is a priest. Just FYI, you want to wreck one of those? Um, okay. <laughs> Uh, I will guard, but uh, rarely, Nathan, Nathan, uh, will this be good against... out that plus one damage, but then that's quite good because, you know, it balances out, you still put damage to you then. Um, the, uh, okay, so, <laughs> uh, Nathan, how many destruction priests can I kill with this? Is this good against? Uh, all of them. Or none of them. There's none. <laughs> there's... <laughs> I don't know if there are... Oh, wait, there's a... Is there? No. Isn't the guy with the poison bottle a priest? Oh, no, he's a wizard. No, he's, a, he's not even a wizard. He's a chemist. He's I was going like... to say, is there not um, one of the snow guys? A priest? Yes. Uh, uh, yes. Huskard. Yeah, there actually right. Huskard on Thunder Tusk is a priest. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the destruction priest. <laughs> Ready to be killed. What's good about these, again, let's look at the positives. Fair and balanced TM. Yeah, pros and cons. What's good about this is that this is obviously very good because you get to choose at the beginning of the game. Yeah. So you're not hard-locked into your list, which is a positive, I think. Yes, it is for this guy. Can you see how hard I'm trying? <laughs> I 
Yes, I can see how hard you try. <laughs> like, <laughs> please, please send me a cookie or something later or a drink. Uh, right, okay. Um, uh, I will guard them with my life. Don't forget this guy moves four inches, but that's not important. Um, I will guard them with my life. He can become a retinue. Okay, which is effectively means he can become a bodyguard unit. I know we haven't talked about this yet. I'm sorry. There's a lot of overlapping rules in this book. Uh, but he effectively can become a retinue, which means he can become a bodyguard unit for a rune father or a rune son. Okay. Okay. So they can bounce runes onto him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will let nothing stand in my way. Reroll, run and charges, and can run and charge. So now you get a super fast one of these lads. Super fast. Yeah, super fast. He did like that. Going over there, doing doing his four attacks that are damaged too. Right, and then I will prove Grimnir's might to our allies. Plus one to hit and wound if within 12 inches of any friendly allied units. Uh-huh. Interesting. A book that knows you're going to take allies. Uh, I mean, <laughs> so you could have like Gotrick and his mates. As God does, Gotrick can't count as an ally. I think yeah. so. Yeah. 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 Uh, cool. Um, so then I will not be stopped. Uh, so plus one to hit and wound if it isn't twelve inches. So twos and twos. I don't want to. I, can I ask a question? <laughs> sure. <laughs> this is this a question? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's a good question, I think, maybe. Let's listen, it's fine. <laughs> you know when someone gives you a rule for plus one to hit, are you not like, I've already got that, mate. Like, I've had it for, like, a year. Plus one to hit all the time. I'm just, like, one CP plus one to hit. Like, I've always got it. Like, do you not feel like this is your opportunity to do something other than plus one to hit? Or am I being a bit like... Nah, plus one to hit's good. No, I... Yeah, it's great. And so, you could be plus two to hit. Okay. But it doesn't work. Well, it does, because it negates minus one to hit, I guess. But what I'm just... Yeah, plus one to hit. Oh, that's a great point. Plus one to hit is like re-gifting a gift you got at Christmas. You're like, I guess it's nice. <laughs> like, yeah. um, I don't know. That's just kind of what I feel when I see it put. But whatever. Um, okay. I will not be stopped. Right? Six plus ward or... A five-up ward within three inches of the enemy. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention, James, that the move four-up uh, four save, six-wound character, has no ward save. Okay, so he's got no ward save, and he's what? Six wounds? Four-up save. Four-ups. Okay. Moves four inches. <laughs> but he's got four attacks. <laughs> yes, fucking... And they are damaged, too. Yeah. They are, that's correct. Uh, but if you choose this oath, I will not be stopped. You get a six up ward or a five up ward within three inches of the enemy. Not generally with you within three inches. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then I will strike hard and true in Grimnar's name. Is sixes to hit, do one mortal wound in addition. But it's four attacks. Um, so, like, that's. That's the that's the battle traits. Nathan, Nathan, you're a you're a bit of a pro at building like these sorts of dudes, like tyrants and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Please can I have the unforged back? <laughs> that's what I was thinking though. Are you not excited about building an unforged like kind of dude? Like basically a new like why don't you make a nuclear missile of this guy, right? If we because yeah. like, we haven't given him a command trait or an artifact yet, so we can basically already have him like re-roll run and charge if we strike the rune 
and we strike it as a six, this guy's going to be re-rolling re running the charges. He's going to be yeah. movement six, spend a CP. That means he's movement 12, yeah, for an auto six move. And then he's yeah. charging at 2d6. And when he gets there, it's going to do four damage. But, <laughs> like... <laughs> but he's got there, and now he's got a five up wood. No, no, no. We chose a different oath. We, he doesn't get all of those. He only gets one. Yeah, of those. you can't do all the oaths. And <laughs> swear one thing at a time. But what uh, if we? What if? What if he? What if he's got two oaths? Okay. What if there's two of them? One got in, but the other one shouting to him. He's like, "I'm close. Just have your oath." Oh, I don't think that, there's not a way to have two oaths. It would be cool to have two oaths. A Grimrat with two bo two oaths, right? A real sweary Grimrath. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that would be his name. That would be <laughs> faction. Yeah, a real sweary guy. Yeah, okay. Um, just uh, thanks to Red Camellios in the chat for pointing out, just for reference, a Skaven Master Molder is four attacks, damage two. So thanks for that. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. So, yeah, uh, so, I mean, you'd have to look at the relics maybe to try and fire them up a little bit. So okay. yeah, well, we'll, we can look at those in a bit if you want. We'll look at them right now. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, we're going to go past the Battle Forge in a moment and the sub-factions and some of the other elements. Yeah. And we're going to just quickly look at the generic Fire Slayer enhancements that you're able to take. Okay. Right. Yeah. So these are the artifacts of power that you can take. Now, you can't take a command trait for him because the command traits are either locked to a priest, which the Grimrath Berserker is not, or yeah. a Rune Father or Rune Sun, which again the Grimrath Berserker is not. Uh, hey, check no. uh, hey, some works right uh, with a Rune Father as well. Okay, yeah. So, but we'll talk. We'll try and build some uh, like combos up for him in a bit. But let's quickly look at the artifacts. Now, these are generic yes. artifacts that can be taken on any any Fire Slayer character uh, hero. Yeah. So, yeah. So you got the well. I mean, so with the the way that they do sub factions now, yeah. you're not locked to. Uh, artifacts and no. command traits anymore so yeah no. you can access all of these with all of your dudes yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, right so the draft of the magmalt ale is once per battle at the start of the combat phase you can double the attacks for the bearers melee weapons for that phase okay until the end of that phase yeah until the so, end of that phase yeah you could give that to the scrimrath so now he's got eight attacks eight attacks two. and then he can obviously gets... fight twice and he can fight twice on a two up, so yeah. Mm -hmm. So this... sixteen attacks, damage two. Right? Like yeah. heck yeah, that's a lot of attacks once per and battle. And if you roll a six on that plus one to hit thing, then you get damage three, do you? Uh you... so yeah, just gotta make sure you got that special dice. Wink wink, nudge wink. nudge. <laughs> <laughs> Guarantee it. Or yes. or uh you can have Demon Slayer, right? Uh, which is no ward saves against one melee weapon. So you can pick one melee weapon for your general, uh, not general, sorry, your character with an artifact of power, and you can have no ward saves against it, right? Yeah. So that's also a kind of combo as well. Probably not as good as... Uh, also, the draft of Magmol Ale is only once per battle, but again, a super fun character because he's very cheap, right? Um, so you could have one really fun character. Wasting, wasting is strong. I don't mean wasting. That sounds negative. In... Making full use of a... Of a Grimrath Berserker, yeah, uh, would be uh, the draft of the Magmol Ale. But you could build a really thematic and fun little unit out of that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you could have him... Would you have him running and charging with the once-per-battle uh, smasher? Yeah, I'd give him the... 
the once per battle thing. So be the equivalent of a destroyer. Chopper. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, sure. I mean, uh, we all know how well that works. So, yeah. It's, I guess it's kind of like like a big investment. So, Joel in the chat said, I really like the idea of a rune smiter tunneling this guy with a reroll charge oath uh, and then the ale. Right, so you re-roll the charges. If you've run, if you've smashed the charge, right, you're getting plus two to the charge. So if you've if you've activated the right rune, you get plus one to the charge. Or if you've activated <coughs> the right rune, you've added plus one rend to his weapon. Yeah, and if you've smashed it, then and you've got the six, it's going to be plus two rend. So it's going to be rend four. Yeah, re-roll charge, and then he's going to have eight attacks, sixteen attacks. Sorry, if you roll a two up, sixteen attacks. Mm-hmm. Um. Rend four damage two. It's pretty good. Yeah. Hits on threes, wounds on threes, right? Well, I mean, you'll give him all that attack, so he'll be hitting on twos, James. Wounds on threes. Yeah. Does the priest still do the plus one to wound aura thing? Yeah, we'll we'll get to that in a minute. Find out about that, but yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so he's got, by the way, this. or you could use the heroic action to give him plus one to wound. Could be finest day ever, but then you couldn't do it with the tunneling. Because obviously that happens at the end of the movement phase, which is past the hero phase. So you'd have to keep him on the board uh, to do that, basically. Yeah, the heroic action, you do that at the start of your hero phase. Oh, it's just in your hero phase, yeah. What's what's really weird for me is the way it's put in the book, like because like if you look the way we've bounced around in the in the in the presentation on screen for you guys. If you're not watching this back as a YouTube video, if you watch it back as a podcast, so I've, I've got a little slideshow in front of us. Is you kind of have to be like, okay, Grimrath Berserker, okay, okay, go find the Grimrath Berserker, okay, I'm going to give him an artifact. What artifacts going to give him? Okay, I'm going to give him these ones. Right? There's a lot of all of the information is in a lot of places for where to overlap the buffs. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's the Grimrath Berserker. We've talked about him a bit. So basically, a little Builder Bear Grimrath Berserker, which is quite exciting, I think. Like ultimately, um, uh, so. Oh, well, you, you know, can have a bit of fun with that, can't you? Definitely. I think so. I think you could have a little bit of fun. Like if you were, like, that's definitely like garage hammer. Like um, playing with your mates down the local club. You know, trying to do one stupid thing with your like tricked out Grimrath Berserker fun. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me a bit of what I used to do with Unforged, actually. So, yeah, I, I quite like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could, uh, I think you can ally in Cities of Sigma. So, you could even ally in like a Battle Mage of Gur and then give him plus two to charge. Ooh. Nice. Right? Like, uh, those Battle Mages can do all sorts of sneaky things, can't they? Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. like, yeah. you can make this guy super fast, right? Super fast. Go fast, go hard. Like, um, couldn't you also do, uh, if you put a priest in your army, so if you took the Arcane Tome, couldn't you also cast Levitate? Oh, is Levitate only on yourself? I think no, Levitate. no, it's a spell that you can cast on other people to so make them fly. Yeah, make a flying yeah. ginger dwarf. Yeah, give him a cape. Make him a Superman dwarf. Amazing. <laughs> right absolutely amazing yeah. right yeah right <laughs> right uh so i love that that's really fun uh but we'll talk about the sub factions in a moment because we need to do that next okay finally uh, we'll talk about the terrain piece that you get so you get the magmic battle forge or the toaster so this is what you pizza get oven. the pizza oven okay so you set it up holy within the territory three inches away from enemy uh from all other things and it's got two abilities 
it's got one priest within six inches so you have have a priest within six inches of the of the of the bit but everyone's a priest basically right it's a lot of priests yeah um a casting value of eight but you could just take the command trait to re-roll the casts can't you? you could take master of magic arcane tome priest character and then just levitate a grimrath berserker we're already taking a grimrath berserker we're already doing a lot of hope here yeah in the chat right understand that we're, we're building we're not listen we're not building supercomputers yeah this is, this is... <laughs> building super ginger dwarf dudes <laughs> Just right. one. Yeah, just one. Okay. <laughs> just one. <laughs> well, you could take two, I guess, and make one Superman one turn and then the other one Super Dwarf the next turn. Yeah, yeah, you could do that. Yeah, that works. I like that. Um, okay, so the Magma Battle Forge, you set up in your territory. Yeah. One priest, yep. you have to have a priest within six inches to activate the, the, the Magma Battle Forge. So it's kind of like getting a five up ward for some units in your army, just not the same. Um, and then it gives other priests within 18 inches of it, yeah, plus one to your ability to do prayers. So if you normally would cast a spell, well, sorry, chant a prayer, uh, James, your opportunity to. Hello, hello. Oh, hello, hello. <laughs> sorry. No, I didn't even think of him then. Uh, well, I was sat here thinking, this is a terrible piece of terrain. Yeah, it is quite a tough one to justify yeah. <laughs> <laughs> justify uh, i agree uh but but let's stay on the positives so plus one yeah, for you yeah, wallalos yeah plus wallalo right wallalo yeah wallalo so plus one to your wallalos and then once per battle once per battle yeah you do the above right um uh, Spend the forge. Yeah, so you so you use all of the fuel inside the forge, yeah, and it gives all, all of units, it. All of it, yeah. sorry. Burn the pizza. Yeah, burn the pizza, and it gives all units board wide in the fire slayer's army a six plus ward save, but you're not allowed to stoke the fire anymore. No more stoking the fire. No more doing that thing that you did before. What? <laughs> all right. What don't you understand? <laughs> I've already got a way of getting a six at ward, right? <laughs> like a bit, but not. So why have I got two ways of getting a six at ward? Like, like, what is a six at ward? Yeah, like... for, the, for the rest of the battle. The other one is only for that into your next hero phase. This is now for... Oh, for forever. The... So I, I, I stoke the fire, burn it all, it's six at ward for the rest of the game. For the rest of the battle... Uh, however, you can't do the Molten Blessings ability. Oh, so anymore. you just burn it turn one. Wait, is that right? You, you get the Six Award for the whole battle? Uh, if you do so until the start of your... Uh... Yeah. Oh, no, no, it's I not for the rest of the battle. It's only so for that turn. Yeah, it's that turn. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, so... That's uh, to the next year, if I... Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the... But the, the... Ideneth Deep Kimbo yeah. was a six up ward if I'm just stood next to it. Five, up, five up ward. Five up, nice. Yeah. Tenemai. So this is worse. <sighs> worse is strong, James. Like Okay, sorry, sorry, positive. I it it's a weird like I all I'm weird about faction terrain anyway, because I think the fact that they've given it to fifty percent of the armies in the game is weird. And then I think like this one might as well have just been a an ability, right? Just give them all a six award. Well, it's plus one to prayer, I think, is... 
Yeah, plus one to press because that you can do some fun press stuff. You've got a little flame gun out of comfortably the worst model produced ever. Uh, green stuff, basically. Uh, the flame spitter. Um, uh, like so, but you can't. You've got a little machine gun, which is quite fun. Uh, so plus one prayer to get that bad boy up is 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 cool, I guess. Uh, oh, that weird like fire dragon thing. Yeah, yeah. We'll, no, we'll... no, no, no. It's the like the the spitter fire. It's almost like if you look at the. I don't think I can remember what that looks. Okay, like. the, so it's on the, the screen. Battle... Yeah, if you look at the battle forge itself, doesn't it look a bit like a flashlight? And then this would be the result of using the flashlight. <laughs> What the hell is that? Why have I never seen that before? <laughs> Don't know. Uh, like, anyway. that's, the, that's the Zargon Flame Spitter, painted by yep. me, by the way. Uh, no, that's actually not. That's the, I guess, the heavy metal paint job? Terrible paint job. Um, right, okay. What is it? It's, it's a, 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 an invocation. It's an invocation. You know what? I'm not even being funny. That looks like they made like the ball centaur and they were like, I'll oh, put some flames on its back. And then someone's like, now nah, they look bad. Someone's like, how are we going to use them? Stick them in the fire slayers box. They buy the same model 50 times anyway. Yeah, it's, it, this isn't the best looking model. The others are pretty cool though. The really, uh, not that, yeah. but the other one, the Molten yeah, Infernoth yeah. is, I think, mm. pretty nice. Um, uh, right, okay, so so I'll talk about the invocations now because it's kind of fun. Oh, no, we should probably talk about it when we talk about priests. But you get plus yeah. one. You get plus one to be able to get that, okay? Uh, yeah. So okay. let's remember that. But there's other other prayers which are also available. Yeah, <laughs> other other <laughs> prayers are available, right? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Your God couldn't give you something else yeah. if you don't want that. If you are if you are listening back to this review, I would like to hear some comments on what you think could have been better rules for the uh, Magnet Battle Forge because uh, Refos has said in the chat, and I think it's a great idea uh, that would have been more creative. Blow up the forge, make a big smoke cloud that makes everything within X inches immune to shooting for a turn. Feels really fun, right? Um, so that's your suite of allegiance abilities between uh, for Fire Slayer. So that's everything you've got. Um, it doesn't. It generally doesn't feel as strong as either Deepkin, but it also doesn't feel maybe quite as um, innovative. Maybe as the Deepkin. I don't really know. I guess they were copy and pasted as well to to a degree. Um, okay. So uh, interesting. I like the idea of building. Like honestly, I love the idea of building a really fun Grimwrath Berserker. And and this is super important. I do think that fierce counterattack command ability is the strength of the army. Using yeah. that at the right time, setting yourself up in the right position to be able to use that fierce counterattack is going to be so key to playing well. Like, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's definitely got got some interest in play. Yeah. yeah. Um, a prayer to take the fire at the stove, summoning an invocation for free. I love that idea. That's a great idea. So thank you, chat. Right, so sub-factions, okay? You've got four sub-factions. You've got Vorstarg, Greyfeard, Himdar, and Lofnir. Okay, so Vorstark is Fearsome Surge. Add one to hit rolls and wound rolls for attacks made by melee weapons by friendly Vorstark Volkite Berserkers units that made a charge in the same turn. Right? Which I think okay. is, I think is huh? plus one to hit and plus one to wound in melee. Yeah? Yeah. On the charge. charge. When, yeah. You're here, when your whole army is basically a combat army but it's only for volkite berserkers yeah oh. so they're like the most basic of your battle line yeah so if we go look if we go look at volkite berserkers um uh and they are as nathan has pointed out your battle line you've got two types 
of of uh, two types of Volkite Berserkers, and they come in units of ten, right? Uh, units of five, sorry. No, these are tens, I'm sure. Uh, are they? Let's just yeah, I think these are Volkites units. Volkites are battle line. Volkite, yeah, they're ten. So one seventy uh, with the hand axes, and one sixty if they got the shields. Yeah, so they come so in. Yeah, so as Nathan said, so if we want to talk about the melee profile, Nath? Yeah, sure. So uh, if they come with the hand axes, so it's uh, a pair of uh, hand axes, they can, they've got two attacks in melee, threes and threes. So if you take them in the Vostok, they'll be twos and twos if they've charged. Yeah. Unfortunately, you've got no rend, though, and they're only damage one. Um, you, but you could have them. You could have it on the turn when you have two rend, right? This yeah, is with the hand axes, fire, right? When you fire up the rend, yeah. So, well, you're likely to only have one rend unless you roll that that magic six. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and they do get plus one to attack as well. If uh, they get plus one to their attack characteristic if they charged, so you will have three attacks per model on the charge. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is only one inch range and they are on 32 mil bases so you'll have to do the special zigzag to get them all in mm-hmm. uh, so yeah it, it's a, a load of attacks uh, but yeah obviously the Vostog is pushing you to go with the Volkites uh, you can can have Rend if you take the the war pick you can only take a war pick if you carry a shield Um so in that case, you've got one attack, which is threes and fours, minus one, and doing one damage. Mm-hmm. If you take the hand axe and the shield, it's threes and threes, no rend, one damage. Uh, and, but if you've got the shields, uh, when you run into battle, instead of getting plus one attack, you can throw your shield, and um, you roll a dice for each model in this unit, and for each six, they take a mortal wound. Yeah, so, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. So they all move four inches. They've got two wounds each. So this is a Volkite Berserkers. So either yeah. with the hand axes or blade shields. They come in units of 10, as previously discussed. Two wounds each with a four-up armor save. And they're bravery seven, both units. Uh, the unit well, champs... the four-up is the dudes with the shields. The other dudes are five-ups. Oh, yeah, ups. sorry. Yeah, you're right. Hand axes is a five-up armor save. Yeah. Oh, that's garbage. Uh, um, well, they've got two wounds each. And they yeah. are how many points for 10, Nath? So 160 if they've got shields yep. and 170 if they haven't got shields. So it's actually the ones that you think are garbage are more expensive. Yeah, well, okay. So so <laughs> the 160 ones with hand axes, two wounds, yep. five up save. But as has been pointed out in the chat, if you take them in this particular sub-faction, then we're going to have a lot of attacks. Like Nathan said, yep. it can be up to three attacks each. Yeah, Hitting on twos, wound on twos. And if you get the right buff... You could be having them at Ren 2, but it's only damage 1, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, so that's kind of interesting. Um, they also have a champion called Carl. Uh, he gets an additional attack, and they have a musician uh, not called Carl, and he <laughs> gives them plus 1 to charge. Uh, and also, once per battle, they do a Berserk Fury thing, both units. At the start of the combat phase, you can say that they will do their Berserk Fury. Uh, and then whenever a model is slain, if uh, he can fight, basically. Yeah, you can fight on death. Once per battle, you can fight on death. So you declare this yeah. is the turn. As opposed to it, like, is it is it just weird? Is it just me? Or does it feel weird that that isn't just fight on death as an ability? That it, Why is it once per battle? 
because they're only angry once in the battle and that's the time that they do it when they're angry okay all right fair enough only only when they're most angry can they do this okay that's fine uh and that that doesn't affect if they've already fought in that turn does it so they could effectively fight twice yes. is that right yeah 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 uh effectively okay. Uh, so and again, that's a lot of attacks, you know, out of that unit, as Nathan's pointed out, for 170 points to have potentially 30 attacks uh, that are twos and twos. Rend could be rend two damage one, but it probably is rend nothing damage one. So it's kind of interesting. It's fairly cheap. All you've got to do is have charged uh, to be able to get that. But you are movement four, so your ability to charge probably is. Uh, um once just once night rob long refractory period i, I understand that <laughs> yeah um, and you are right they could be damaged too as well um but uh because you could use a flame keeper but we'll talk more about that in a bit um and then you've got the yes and then you've got the berserkers with the sling shields as nathan's pointed out uh does one mortal wound on a roll of six for each one of this unit after it's charged uh so it's kind of interesting as well but so those are volkite berserkers right so that's what you get if you go for the 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 first Vorstark faction. Then you've got the Greyfeards. Greyfeards. Uh, spoils of victory. Add one to the wounds characteristic for friendly Greyfeard heroes that do not have a mount. So these are all the guys on foot. In addition, yep. you can pick two additional artifacts of power and give them to Greyfeard heroes in your army that do not have a mount. Okay? So you've got your free... Um, artifact, and then you've got two more artifacts in your army for free just be playing this sub faction. And obviously, if you wanted to, you could also take a battalion and get another artifact. So, potentially three or four uh, sorry, potentially uh, four <coughs> artifacts, maybe five artifacts in your army, which is yeah. really fun, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, so, also, just to bear in mind that Grimrath Berserker we were talking about earlier he's not a leader but he is a hero so he could be he gets a bit fatter if he's inside this graveyard so he'll go up a wound but all the heroes go up one wound um if you know an extra wound here or there i mean a lot of stuff does tend to get overkilled anyway so <clears throat> yeah <laughs> we'll see what happens i agree uh, yeah. uh okay um i quite like this because it gives you the option because uh, your characters are pretty important in your fire slayers army so having the option of taking uh, your classic arcane tome wheeze in the chat please you know in, in this army feels like a good strong thing to take personally mm. um uh, uh so yeah i think that's good Grefford is um anyway so that's great great artifacts uh i think i might have swear artifacts wrong artifacts 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 Artefacts. Is it art, not artifacts? Artefacts. That's art with it and then e facts. E. Art artificer. Artefactor. Okay. All right. Anyway, Herm <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Okay. Then Hermdar. Uh, the warriors of the Hermdar Lodge assault enemy positions. Fiery determination. If a friendly Hermdar unit wholly within enemy territory wholly within 12 inches of an objective fails a battle shock test half the numbers number of models that flee rounding up oh dear oh dear so previously hermdar was always strikes first and now yep. it's half the units running away in battle shock situationally i'm yeah. gonna say 
that I'm going to be not positive about that one and say that sucks. That, that's their only sub-faction allegiance. Yeah, yeah. So they've so all I got get... one sub-faction allegiance. Yeah, but so but like the other one, I'm getting two extra artifacts. Yeah. Uh-huh. And an extra wound on heroes. Yes. The other one I get to get plus one to hit and wound when I charge. Yes, sir. And in this one, when something bad happens, it's slightly <laughs> not as bad. Correct. It's half okay, as bad. It's if you're near somewhere. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they have to be near a uh, objective. It seems weird that you take that one though, like, yeah, over the other ones. Oh, uh, thank you. By the way, Homedar was ignored Battleshock test. Thanks to Guys of War Trades. Appreciate it a lot. Uh, on objectives or enemy territory, uh, the strike first was the command trait you had to take. Sorry. That's oh. fine. Um, yeah. Imagine. I don't know what the colour schemes are, but imagine if you painted your army as Homedar. You'd be like, oh dear. Aren't the colour schemes pink and orange? <laughs> and gold. And gold. gold. Don't forget some gold. gold. Isn't that it? I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, but they were all Hermdar before, and now none of them are Hermdar. So, like, I don't know what to say. I literally can't even tell half of them apart, let alone what colors. Hey, listen, come on. Fire Slayer players, right? <laughs> are loving this. Right. Next up, Lothnir. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, Lothnir, have you got the Venerators of Volcatrix? Yeah. Volcatrix, who was a pri- uh, primordial beast, a god yeah, beast. Yeah, he was a big worm, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, a salamander. A salamander, yeah. The warriors of the Lothnir hold great esteem for Volcatrix and her offspring. You add two to the wounds characteristic. Magmadroth. Yeah. You add two to the wounds characteristic of friendly Lothnir Magmadroth units. In addition, up to three Lothnir Magmadroth units in your army can be given a mount trait. Yeah, instead of only one. And... Auric Rune Sons can become Battle Line. Right? Guess you nice. I guess you weren't expecting that. So, you've got Auric Rune Sons as Battle Line and up to three additional um, uh, ma- sorry, battle, uh, sorry, mount traits and two to the wounds characteristic of Magma Droth units. Pretty, pretty good. So nice if I want to run Magma Droth. Uh, yeah. I guess so, that's yeah. basically that one, right? Like, if I don't want to run Magma Dross, probably not as good. Uh, uh, like, yeah. So it's Rune Sons on Magma Dross. Yeah, it's Auric uh, Rune Sons yeah. on Magma Dross. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Obviously not just Auric Rune Sons on foot. Just, just loads of Rune Sons <laughs> with a mount trait. <laughs> oh, I've got me mount trait. Where's your mount? Don't know. Don't know. Lost it. Um, Give me pants. So, like, pretty good, right? Like, because then if you wanted to run all Magmadross previously, now you've got Magmadross's battle line, and you're getting plus two wounds to your Magmadross, and you've got more mount traits on them, which is pretty good. Yeah? yeah. Right? So I think this is really cool for building a super themey army. Yeah. 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 Lothnir always were the Magmadross ones, so, yeah. Mm. Now you can... Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, but... You can add one, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So really, you're going Greyfeard if you're not having mounted dudes. You're going uh, Lofnir if you're going to have some Magmadroths. And you're going Vorstrag if you're going to take big hordes of your battle line dudes. Yeah, I guess. And maybe a Flamekeeper or something. Okay? Yep. Okay. Cool. And when am I going uh, Homedar? If you're not going any of the others. Yeah. 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 If you've run out of options, I think. 
Uh, I think if also I, loyal to my paints game. Battle line if as well for the Auric Hearth card. Certainly. Yeah, Auric Auric Hearth card or Battle line in if in uh Humdar. Oh, or, are they? Um, I missed that. Thanks, bud. Or like. if you make a Fire Slayer Priest your general. Okay, so thanks. if you don't want to have your Fire Slayer Priest a general, and you want to have your Auric Hearth card as battle line, then you might be tempted to take home doll. Okay. All right, good. Okay. Um, right, so let's talk about some of the units, okay? Right, firstly, we're going to talk about the Auric Rune Father on a Magamadroth, yeah? And the Auric yeah. Rune Son on a Magamadroth. So, mm -hmm. the Auric Rune Father on Magmadroth, it moves 12, has 16 wounds and a 4-up save. He's got great melee output. We'll talk about what it is in a moment. He has a shooting attack, right? And it's kind of where I fall down. It's called the Fire Stream, yeah? And it's not quite the same as a Salamander or a Dragon. Nathan, do you want to tell us what it's like? Uh, so, well, it's um, <clears throat> it doesn't shoot very far. It only shoots nine inches, but it does move twelve inches. So that's twenty-one inches effective range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of yeah, yeah. I guess so. Uh, and in order to do a fire stream, uh, the attacks characteristic is equal to the number of models in the target unit. Correct. Up to a maximum of ten. Yep. I like it's a maximum. They're like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Much like the war stomper. Just keep calm. Um, then uh, da -da -da -da, at the end of your shooting phase, uh, if it doesn't make a fire stream, uh, so so it does up to a maximum of 10 shots, but if you're shooting at a hero, for instance, it would be one. Uh, hits on twos, but that does get worse as it takes wounds. Mm. Uh, wounds on threes, uh, they're minus one, and they do one damage. Mm. Uh, and then if you don't use your fire stream, you can say that it's building an inferno inside of its belly, and uh, basically it gets plus two rend to its next attack, uh, and then the rend is reduced after it's done that attack. So it could uh, could be rend three next turn if you don't shoot at that turn. Yeah. Okay. Like so, it can build up its it build up its fire basically, yeah, yeah. which is what you really want to do with your unit. You don't want to use it. Um, yeah, you don't want to shoot all the time. Just no, sometimes. Just yeah, some yeah. of the time. I think is kind of a, a key a key strategy in all of my games is like with the dragons. The dragons get the dragons for the Stormgate Guard get shoot twice once per battle. These guys are like, well, if you don't shoot once, slightly better <laughs> to go after. Next time. Don't yeah. those dragons just shoot mortal wounds as well? They do just pure mortal wounds. So do Sal oh. salamanders do mortal wounds on sixes. It's kind of why, like, I'm like, like I don't get a magma dross fire stream, and I never really have because I feel like it's very fiery. Like well, looking yeah. at the model right now, it's mainly Are they born fire. Of fire. Yeah, it's basically fire, and then it's yeah. a born of fire, living fire, yeah. full of fire, average amount of fire. Yeah. I was going to say, maybe the fire stream doesn't come from where you think it comes from. It comes from somewhere else. But I've read the, the fluff. It does come from where oh, you think okay. it comes from. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, so it's not a hot piss. It's something else. It's yeah. actual fire. But that said, yeah. when comparing it to, well, that said, when comparing it to other fire-based units, those fire-based units are generally seen as problematic. So maybe this is more how we would like to see these sorts of shooting yeah. attacks, yeah. I guess. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, this is this is the future. So what we're seeing is more pleasant being set on fire. Like if I was gonna be set on fire, this would be a more pleasant way to be set on fire. Yeah, you might be gently warmed up first. Yeah, yeah, nice. Well, I'm saying it's, more, it's less of an impactful way of being set on fire, I guess. Like, yeah, but I don't think you want to be set on fire, right? So that's probably a nicer way. Yeah, but also you'll you, you'll be set on fire less often, probably. Excellent. So Even better. That's a bonus. Um, and then, yeah, like maybe it's like a conservation thing. Maybe there's only so much fire. Maybe they can only fire. So we focus a lot on this. We don't need to. <laughs> okay. Um, Moving on. Yeah. Rapidly. Right. So, however, it's it's got a lashing tail. We'll talk about its melee in a minute, but it's got a lashing tail that does mortal wounds at the end of combat. And then it causes mortal wounds on melee weapons. That so basically, if you attack it in combat on a four up, it's going to you're going to take mortal wounds. So for each wound that you do, right? So you yeah. do ten wounds, you roll ten dice on a four up. you like each four up will be a mortal wound, basically. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So its blood is more burny than its fire. Well, then it's breath. Well, it's, yeah, maybe it's... that's the problem. Maybe it's trying to breathe its blood, but it's not really clever because then it dies. So it conserves it. There we well, go. have you read the the fluff for it? It says no, the fly the fire stream is throwing back its head. A magma droth can spew a wave of flaming bile that melts swaths of the enemy as if they were wax. Okay, okay, yeah. like so, sure. Uh, ten of them, those enemies. Um, does it do mortals again? The fire stream. What is it? Threes and threes, no. friend one damage one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No mortals, but the blood does. So born of fire and flame, Magmadroth's pulse with the throbbing heat of the volcanic caverns in which they make their fire nests. Mm, mm. That's the fluff for the blood. Yeah, yeah. It's Wax- where they nest. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, anyway, like, so if you hit them, so okay, so look, you buy yourself a fire slayer because you're like. Dope. This is dope, right? Yeah, and obviously I think you would take an Auric Runefather or Magma Droth, right? Uh, because he's got a once per battle ability, which is plus one attack to mel- uh, to uh, a Fire Slayer unit wholly within 12 inches. Not all units, just one, sadly. Yeah. And it's once per battle, just once. So you obviously think maybe put this on our Grimwrath Berserker that we've had flying earlier, because that's hilarious. But I do feel like, obviously, you would put this on to your Auric Hearthguard um, or onto your, uh, like, uh, Hearthguard Berserkers. So you've got that plus one attack, which would be really good, especially if you smashed a rune for plus two rend, um, potentially. Uh, smashed a rune for plus one to hit, any of those sorts of things. So, like, it does feel like you would definitely take this guy because that once per battle ability is a really strong buff to have on your army, right? Yep. Wait, is it all units? Nathan, could you read it? I thought it was to uh plus one tap to to a melee Oh, maybe it's to all units. Maybe just my notes are wrong. That's the which one is this? The Sorry. Auric Rune Father on Magmadroth, basically. Oh, his his command ability. Yeah, yeah. Uh Lord of the Lodge. It's once so per once battle. per once per battle at the start of your combat phase, pick one friendly unit on the battlefield with the ability, and then everybody within twelve of that unit gets uh plus one attack. Okay, all right. That's so, yeah, that's very good. Uh, and wholly within 12 of that, that, that there, Lord of the Lodge. Could I take two of these and activate one and then activate another? Yeah, you could then give plus two to everybody within 12 if Can there I? was overlapping. Yes, it doesn't restrict you. It just says uh, if you do so until the... So you pick one friendly with this ability to unleash... Oh, once per battle at the start of your friendly... 
uh, the start of your combat phase, you can pick one friendly unit on the battlefield with disability. Ten, you can do it once. Yeah. Yeah. Once, yeah, to unleash the wrath of Grimnir. If you do until the end of that phase, add one to the attacks characteristic of melee weapons used by friendly fire slayer. Yeah, so, and it's only once per battle, so you can't. So even if you have two, you can't do it on twice. It means on the turn when you organise like the big smash, mm. like this is going to be good, right? Yep. You definitely take a one. Is the point because he's got his latch key or his big smasher key? Damage three, yeah. right? Yes. His so, combat attack. Uh, yeah. His uh, so the the lad with his latch key grand axe is three inch reach, four attacks, threes threes, minus one rend, but damage three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, so that's pretty so good. Extra extra attack there. Yes. So uh, nine then... damage at base because it's three attacks, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, so, uh, no, four attacks four base. Four attacks, 12 damage base. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So it goes up an extra three, so go 15. And then the Blazing Maw, which is the beast itself, uh, three attacks, fours, uh, wounding on twos, though, minus two doing D3 damage. Mm. And then the Claws and Horns start off with six attacks. Uh, these are threes and threes, minus one doing two damage. So, okay. Yeah. Okay, super fun. Love that. Um, so yeah, like like a very good, great melee output from this character. Moves pretty far. Sixteen wounds with a four up save. Um, like it doesn't have a ward save though. Feels like maybe maybe that's a bit of a problem. Like, but like sixteen wounds is a big tanky amount of wounds, especially if you take him in the sub faction where you're going to gain plus two wounds. Is yeah. super tanky, right? Yeah, uh, and they can take mount traits as well, can't they? So yeah, and they can take mount traits. So, so I feel like he's a good character. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think sixteen wounds. I'm not sure how many they had before, but I do feel it was less than that. Yeah, I feel like it was uh, less than that. Yeah, I agree. So sixteen is is quite a decent, a decent chunky fella. Fourteen before, thanks, chat. Mm, yeah. So like, I quite like it. I think he's good, basically. Uh, well. Yeah. I seem to. I, I feel like he's strong, but then do I'm you want like, to mention the mount traits? Whilst yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll go to that mounts. in a minute. Let me just do the yeah. rune sun, and then we'll do both yeah, mount yeah. traits, right? Cool. Um, okay, so uh, and just to let you guys know, the Auric rune father on Magma Droth is three hundred and sixty points. Okay. Um, okay, so he's pretty pricey. Yeah. Yeah, he's quite. He's quite pricey. He is quite pricey. Um, okay, so then the next. Uh, we've got the Auric Rune Son on Magmadroth, who's the same. Moves 12 inches, 16 wounds with a 4-up save. Uh, has it, has the Fire Stream shooting attack. Uh, does the Lashing Tail mortal wounds at the end of combat. Um, if you hit them and the blood rains down on you, so if they take any wounds uh, on a 4-plus, you're going to take, take mortal wounds back. Um, yeah. And then 6 is to wound a monster cause mortal wounds equal to the weapon damage so this is uh the this is the rider so if you're attacking a monster and he sixes to wound will cause equal damage to the the, the so very much like venom encrusted weapons right yeah um yeah so yeah and this guy can take a javelin or his ancestral war axe yeah. so the Wormslayer javelin is a 12 inch range shooting attack uh which is one attack hitting on fours <laughs> Wounding on threes, minus two doing D3 damage. Um, obviously, he's got his um, throwing axe as well. Uh, and then if he uses that javelin in combat, it's three attacks, fours and threes, minus two doing D3. 
but then if he um, just takes the war axe, so um, that's only in combat, and that's threes and threes minus one doing two damage, and it's five attacks. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the the beast's attacks are exactly the same as the previous one, so decent output um, from the beast. Probably looking about eight damage on average, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So. Not particularly great. Someone has suggested putting um, uh, the Magmal Ale, which we already talked about, about doubling the output on the Auric Rune Father on Magmadroth. Um, so, uh, so you would be doing you were doing eight attacks potentially uh, with yes. your big latch key, uh, doing damage three, which is really good, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. so- I'll- I love yeah, that. plus one for the one the once per game as well, so it could be nine. Uh, whereas this guy, if you gave him the the special beer, he'd then be doing ten attacks at damage two, um, which is still less output. Especially uh, the Ren's the same though, minus one. Okay, so that's the that's the Rune Sun and Magmadroth. <coughs> okay, so then you've got some enhancements you can give. So if you make them a general, you've got some command traits. You've got Fury of the Fire Slayers, which is plus one to charge, holding within 18 inches this general. It's good for combat armies. You've got Spirit of Grimnir, which is five plus Urgold Enhance Effect. So instead of so instead of getting uh, a six plus to enhance your Urgold table, it happens on a five up, basically. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you've got Blood of the Berserker, which is once per battle, fight twice. But the second activation, so the time that you activate second, is always strikes last. So you you strike last in the combat, which isn't bad, right? If you've done the once per battle, like if you use the uh, the the juice, the big go-go juice, the Magma L, um, yeah. and then you fight twice, you could do some real damage, basically, with one of these. You can make one of these go nuclear, which I think is really fun. Uh, and then you've got the leader of the Darduzal. If the general's on the battlefield, Dwardin allied units are treated as if they have the Fire Slayer's keyword for the purposes of the Urgold Runes battle trait. Yeah, right? so they get affected by the runes. Which yeah. I think is really fun. Yeah, and so that's all Caradron, all dispossessed Dwardin, and also... Uh, that young fella Gotrek. That young fella Gotrek also gets affected because he has the Dwarden keyword. So, like, I mm. I quite like that. I think that's really fun. I think that won't see much play, but as a command trait, that's something that changes how you build your army a little bit, which I think is really exciting. Um, I probably think the one that you'll see is the Blood of the Berserker because I think that that's really good. Fight twice, um, especially on units that you can make super super fucking like you can make them nuclear already, right? So why not? double down yeah yeah but but then maybe having the spirit of grimnir that five plus urgold enhance effect is also something as well um so like loads of fun right yeah yeah that uh, yeah i think they're all playable uh if you do taking or if you are taking allies you you might look at the last one but yeah the first two are probably interchangeable well, yeah. I mean, that's just for this. This is just for these two units, right? And then yeah. the artifacts of power you get is Master Rune of Unbreakable Resolve, which is once per battle, you get a three-up ward in that phase until the end of that phase, right? So yes. That's pretty strong. So again, it's, if you want uh, to... Yeah, it's, yeah, just for that one phase. That one right. phase. You pick at the start of that phase, and then at the, by the and it's just for that phase. But if you like, there was a shooting phase, you could just be like, cool, I activate my three-up ward, 
that's going to be really good yeah which i think yeah. is really good uh the fiery ring once per battle pick a unit within six oh. inches on a two plus do you do 56 more wounds did you laugh at fiery ring yeah <laughs> <laughs> carry on that's a once per battle thing isn't it to do d6 mortal wounds range six inches uh, uh <laughs> yeah that's true uh so so uh, oh thanks key uh okay um, and then you've got the Axe of Grimnir. One melee weapon gets plus one rend and plus one damage, uh, which is pretty good if you want to make an axe be super strong. So if you want to add, like, plus one damage is obviously really good. Uh, plus one rend is well, also that, really good. That would, yeah, make that latch, Kiach, rend two, damage four. Yeah, that's pretty good, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's the Axe of Grimnir. Um, so that feels like that's and, a really competent choice. Yeah. Yes, uh, that's pretty good. If you are going for the for the blood of the berserker dude, and yeah, and the axe of Grimnir, and yeah, just trying to make your rune rune father on Magmadroth a proper missile, that's uh, a good choice. You've also got the magnetized runes, which give you plus two to your charge. Yeah, yeah, which is yeah. okay, but it's not as good as one melee weapon gets plus one rendered damage, right? Yeah, yeah. So I yeah. love that. The uh, the enhancements you can get, or the mount traits, is Magmoth mount traits. You've got flame-scaled young blood, plus three mortal wounds to a stomp. So if you do a stomp action, you get to add plus three mortal wounds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, you've got the lava tongue adult. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who named these? <laughs> a fucking creep is who named these. A fucking weirdo <laughs> named these, right? Which is, <laughs> which is the roaring fire stream is a minimum of one. Uh, sorry, minimum of five. So you know how it's like, uh, I don't know. Like, I honestly don't care about the roaring fire stream. Like, it's a minimum of five. I don't care. Right? That's three is fire. That's one, one damage. Yeah, whatever. All right. Um, uh, and then the coal heart ancient cold i think it's meant to be a, is it cold heart or cold heart i think it's cold 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 is minus one damage in melee to a minimum of one so there we go boys so if you wanted a sweet ass um so you could if you wanted to go a little bit more outputy so you do a stomp and you do an additional three mortal wounds but i think you're probably going to build your rune son on magma Droth, sorry rune father on magma Droth with the cold heart ancient so you're minus one damage in melee to a minimum of one right because yeah. obviously that's super super strong um and no i don't think you can lava tongue the fiery ring i don't think that works um uh, i don't know you could put both well, in there that's a great combo <laughs> <laughs> sounds painful but so probably a good combo is the blood of the berserker which is once per battle um uh fight twice so but you fight last if you fight twice um uh then you take the axe of grimnir which is once per melee weapon sorry one melee weapon gets plus one rend and, and damage and then you get the minus one to be damaged in combat obviously mm. so i think that will make an auric rune father or magma Droth really 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 fighty uh, and i think that sounds super fun yeah um uh, okay so Sounds those, good. yeah, yeah. So those are the magma drops. We're going to come back to the fire slayer enhancements in the moment, right? Right. Time to talk about the priests, the priests, the priests, the priests. These guys love priests. Okay. So you have got the battlesmith. Okay. He's a totem. He's got five wounds, four up save, and no ward save. He's got a six up ward. 
within an aura of wholly within 12 inches. So that does include himself. So I guess he technically he's has not a priest aura. either, is he? Oh, no, sorry. He's a totem. Sorry. Yeah. Totem, totem, totem. Right? Okay. He's a totem. Uh, do they have an old priest and young priest? <laughs> no, they don't. Oh, I don't. Okay. So uh, he's a totem. Um, uh, I think I might have got my, my slides uh, out of order. Uh, but I don't know why I put him at the front. I think it's just because he's important. But anyway, he moves four, and he's got a wholly within 12 inches aura that gives a six-up ward. Yeah, he's got five wounds with a four-up save. And once per battle in the hero phase, you can make one unit have a five-up ward until the next hero phase. Okay? Yep. Right? Good. And then he's also got the, at the moment, un-FAQ'd rally units on a four-plus. Okay. Yeah? Uh, so, uh, like... It feels like he's an auto-include, I'm going to say. And the FAQ problem is that it's any units, not just fire slayer units. Is that the... Huh? So the problem with the the, the reason why it's uh, requiring an FAQ is because he can rally non-fire slayer units as well. Everyone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On a 4 plus. Currently. Okay. Currently. Yeah. But I think that's going to change. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. he's a bard of the lodge. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, he's a bard of the lodge. So that's the battlesmith. Um. Uh. So yeah, and he there's a special item he can take as well, which is the Nelsidian icon, which gives you a four up, uh, protection against magical stuff, than which uh, what they used to have before, isn't it? So the uh, artifact can only be taken given to the battlesmith. Each time a friendly Fire Slayer's unit wholly within 12 of the bearer is affected by a spell or the abilities of an endless spell, uh, you can roll the dice and on a 4-up ignore the effects of that spell or the effects of that endless spell on the unit. Yeah, so you can take the Nocidian icon. So if you did go for the the sub-faction which allows you to take more artifacts, you can effectively... Greyfield, yeah. Yeah, you can effectively take that if you wanted to, so you've got that as well, which is kind of nice. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, like, yeah, uh, so yeah, like, I, I mean, I guess he's an auto-include, you have to put him in your list, right, for what feels like in some ways is an allegiance ability, right, on a unit that's very fucking killable, <laughs> I think, basically, but whatever, uh, like, but anyway, uh, right, then the Auric Rune Smiter on Magma Droth, right, and then you're also key-locked into his movement, right, if you want that ward save, you've got to go as fast as he can go, although I guess yeah. he's going to run every turn, right, so yeah. I guess he's the, first, he's the first thing you run, and then you move everyone around him to see where he can fit, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say his rally is more stronger than his ward save, really, six-up ward save. Yeah, but rally. Yeah, but rally's done out of combat, and aren't, isn't your army going to be in combat all the time? Yeah, but you can if you've got a unit that's getting duffed up, you can retreat them out in your turn, and mm. then at the start of your opponent's turn, rally them. But this is what I think is quite interesting about the book, right? I think if you're in the right position, like they charge you, you activate the always strikes first, you wipe them out, pretty much, yeah which is good, and then you're in, you're in a good spot. This is why, like, mm. the, the the book feels like 
it's got you've got lots of options in the book because we haven't talked about the flame keeper yet right where if stuff dies you're gonna be able to give it bonuses like so it's like you charge me i activate this turn i'm gonna activate a rune it feels like like it's very complicated like a lot of people will say that something like like lumeth realm laws is complicated but i would say that this is more complicated in how you're gonna layer and stack your buffs especially in game so i feel like you can really play this army really well which i think is like really really interesting um mm. which is why some of those elements don't really necessarily jump out initially because you look at it and you think oh okay like the grimrath berserker is like a bit of a gag right but the rune uh the rune father and some of the and some of the and the battlesmith and the other buffs kind of feel like you're playing some really fun games i think that's what it feels yeah. like but it doesn't necessarily scream at you it's all so situational it's really hard to describe in a review if that makes yeah. sense yeah, I think the Bowsmith is definitely a strong option. I don't think it's as auto as included as it used to be, but he's definitely still a very strong shout to go in your army. Uh, <clears throat> we can see at the end, or once we sum up, but at the moment they're looking like they'll be very good against other combat armies. Um, and we'll just see if they've got any tech against other shoot against shooting armies really but yeah against other combat armies they look like they've got got some interesting little strategies that they can use yeah yeah like it's super interesting right all right yeah. next one is the auric rune smiter on magma droth moves 12 16 wounds with a four up save is a priest uh has a yep. shooting attack I'll just ignore that uh it's all the things that we've said about magma's Roth previously right he has yes. a, he has a prayer on his war scroll which is a plus one to wound aura okay yeah, uh, that's 12 inches uh, if you have the iron and 18 inches with a key, right? Yes. But the iron lets you re-roll it and the, uh, and the, so basically you can either have a 12 inch re-rolling aura on the prayer or an 18 inch aura, but you don't get to re-roll it, so. Uh, you, it yeah, on? but it's just, you pick one unit, don't you? It's not an aura so much as... Uh, if answered, pick one friendly unit wholly within range. Add one to rune rolls for attacks made by that unit until your next hero phase. Okay, yeah. All right, yeah. great. Okay, so, I mean, that's pretty good. Plus one to wound, I guess. Yeah, Yeah. really good. Uh, then you've got the rune master. Moves four inches as a priest. Got six wounds with a four-up save. No ward either. Knows all fire slayer spells. Um, so all the prayers, basically. Uh, gives one uh, gives a plus one CP to the general if within three inches at the start of the hero phase, um, so, which is interesting. So if you let's oh, you, the general, so don't even have to roll for it. You just get the extra command point. Yeah, yeah, which is nice. Yeah, uh, he's got a prayer called Volcano's Call on a three up blocks line of sight uh, on a piece of terrain and does one mortal wound to units within one inch uh, on a six. <laughs> Sorry. What was that? The volcano's call. Yeah. So you, it's 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 on a three. You pick a terrain piece within. Uh, you pick you pick it. I don't know what range. Eighteen. Yeah. 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 Range eighteen. Oh, it's not. Oh uh, yeah. Holy within. It is holy within. Visible to the chanter. Roll the dice for each model within one inch of that terrain feature. For each six, the model the model's unit takes one mortal wound. In addition to the next hero phase, that terrain blocks visibility in the same manner as a wildwood. <laughs> oh, can't wait for them to rewrite the wildwood roll scroll and that doesn't work anymore. Well also also like no one in East Sigmar plays with any terrain. They're just like, Oh I've, I found three realm I, I found three realm gates, here we go. And you're like sweet. 
what a great tournament i paid 60 quid for loved it um so that's the rune master i don't think the rune master is particularly good like in my opinion uh, he knows all of the prayers which i think is kind of good yeah that's um, quite nice little flexibility yeah uh, so that's the rune master the rune smiter though uh is move four inches is a priest uh but he can basically he's got five wounds or five save but he can deep strike and take another fire the unit fire say unit with it um yeah right? magmic tunneling magmic tunneling classic yeah ah. <laughs> Uh, so he's got plus one to wound to a unit with wholly within 12 inches. Um, uh, so he's got runic empowerment. So plus one to wound uh, to a unit wholly within 12 inches or 18 inches. And again, you get to re-roll it. Um, or you get to re-roll it or you get to... Um, what's the right word? Uh, like re-roll it in 12 inches or... Apply or you get the inches. range, yeah, yeah, up to 18, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, one. yeah. so you could potentially uh, go and deep strike with a unit and put it in the tunnel basically. Uh, so you can deep strike and take another fire slayer unit with it, which I think is interesting. Uh, everyone in the chat seems to think that the rune master is good because uh, he knows all the prayers and he gives plus one CP to the general, I guess. Um, I guess his prayer's not good, so I guess it's the plus one CP and knowing all the prayers, I guess. Yeah, because he... Yeah, well, he's... Yeah, the, he can cast the prayer from the... whatever prayer he wants to cast from there, can't he? Huh? So he's not... He's going to probably be casting a prayer from the from the whatever the zagram's bless blessings so you never get a chance to do his volcanoes call anyway so well, okay well let's, it let's doesn't talk, matter let's talk about all those now right because yeah. these, these are all the priests okay that we just looked at so uh we've got the command traits that you can take is Ashbeard, so you know two prayers yeah um uh, you got avatar of volcatrix when slain becomes an invocation for free within six inches uh, or activate an invocation anywhere on the board, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. So basically, if he's killed, you get a free invocation. Um, and then you've got Master Priest, which is once per battle, reactivate a used rune from the Allegiance ability. So, James, if you want to do a rune twice, there you go. Once per nice. battle, reactivate a used rune from the Allegiance ability that you had previously, which I guess is okay. Like, they all pretty much do damage, right? So it's all the same, in my opinion. Um, but, like, I'm not a Fire Slayer main, so there you go. Um, uh, and also, uh, like the reason I don't like the prayer to to make a piece of terrain like line of sight blocking is because like that relies on there being good terrain at the event, surely. Uh, yeah. yeah, and also like terrain should probably just be line of sight blocking anyway. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Same. Uh, okay, so uh, which of those do you like for the command traits, Nate? No two prayers. Becomes an invocation, I think it's really fun. Yeah, uh, the Avatar of Valkatrix is quite a fun one. Um, but the Master Priest is maybe For is him quite to interesting. Be... But I think I think if I'm going to have a general, he'll probably be a Rune Father. But yeah, quite, I kind of tempted by the Master Priest one, actually. Well, it feels like the book is pushing priests on you quite hard, right? Your terrain piece gives yeah. you plus one to prayers. You've got some invocations, which we'll look at in a minute. Like, uh, we've got, a, like, a prayer law. So it's kind of like a weird magic army that's a bit fighty and defensive. Um, uh, right. But anyway, so that's kind of the ones that are there. Right, okay. So then the artifacts of power is Ash Cloud Rune. Once per battle, the start of the enemy hero phase, friendly units holding than 12 inches are not visible to enemy wizards or uh, for spells. Yeah? So you can just be like, poof, 
no spells for you enemy wizards to my army it's kind of cool i guess yeah um yeah. you got but it's only once per battle so uh so uh so for... prayer of ash is it prayer of ash answer value four range yeah. of 18 yeah uh, then you got volatile brazier reroll chanting and doubles the range of invocations okay yeah so oh, that's these huge. The runes, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So these are these yeah. are the artifacts of power. So reroll chanting and doubles the ranges of invocations. Yeah, this is massive in my opinion. The volatile brazier as an artifact. I think this yeah. is really good. But we'll talk about the invocations in a minute. And well, the, it's the range range of the prayer is doubled. Huh? No, the reroll the... chanting. Oh, when the bear, oh only when you attempt to summon an invocation, you can reroll the chanting roll. And yeah. the range of the prayer is doubled. Okay, yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. And then what's the last one, Nath? Uh, the Droth Helm. So add one to wound rolls for attacks made with claws and horns by uh, friendly Magma Droth, holy within 12 of the bearer. Yeah, perfect. Uh, so, yeah. so what do you think? Yeah. Of, what do you think of those? I think the one with the invocations feels good. Yeah, if you're going for the invocation, definitely that one uh, seems good. Uh, if if you've got a lot in your army, you might be tempted by the Droth Helm. Mm -hmm. Make all your Magma Droths fight here. Mm. Uh, and the other one is meh, so so. If you're scared of getting magic cast on you. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, well, we, should we talk about the invocations really quickly? Because actually they're pretty fun. Yeah, yeah and then yeah, we'll yeah. talk about the blessings because actually that doubling the range seems really interesting. So you've got the Molten Infernoth, which is cast on a four, but obviously you could re-roll it if you took that, that trait. Yeah. yeah. It's got range. And you get plus one if you're near the 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 fiery fleshlight. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So you've got a three up re-rollable, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's got a range of twelve inches. So now I assume I'm casting it at twenty-four inches? Yeah. yeah, if you double in. Right, so yeah. that's pretty that's... crazy. Right? Yes. It moves 2d6 after it's been set up. Yeah? Yeah. So now that's so now that's 2d6, right? Uh, sorry, that's 24 inches, and I move 2d6. That's very yeah. far. I roll 12 dice for every enemy unit within 3 inches. Nice. Massive. Yeah, and on a 6, they suffer a mortal wound. Yeah? But if I rolled a double on the movement... Yeah, then any six does D3 mortal wounds, but then it's removed from play. There you go. So nice. it's like a, a massive bomb that you just like launch at your opponent. Yeah. And if, so if, if someone, when the guy dies and he turns into one of these. Oh, yeah. Does also it have great. to be in my list? No, no, that's a free summon. You don't have to pay for that one. Nice. Yeah. That's so everyone cool. wants one of these now. That's pretty cool, right? Yeah. It's like yeah. being a spawn but maybe better. Yeah, like the book initially sounds like it's pretty dull, but it's got like a lot of fun like micro mechanic interactions which I think are quite interesting. I I really do. Like I rate this book pretty good. Like but like not necessarily competitively good, but like I think you could have a really fun time with this army. Like I genuinely nice. do. I like because the invocations bit because I think they look cool. Um <laughs> so that's Molten Infernoth. The Runic Firewall is cast on a 3, so it would be a 2 re-rollable, Nath, with a range mm -hmm. of 18, so a range of 36 inches. Models cannot move across or through it unless it's got the Magma Droth keyword or it can fly. Yeah. So this is one that can block 
like protect your flanks and things like that. Yeah. 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 Like, which is just nuts being able to just yeah. put that in. How do how do people get rid of? You have to roll. Uh, you have to roll above their um uh the whatever, summoning. The, the summoning. Yeah. Right. Oh, so what? If if you've got a priest, you can sacrifice a prayer to get rid of it. Is that a thing? Yeah. I've yeah I've never played with a priest. So I wouldn't know how to get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. So it's just as models cannot move across through it unless it's a magma droth or the keyword. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Or can uh, fly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you've got pick one friendly fire slayer unit holier than twelve inches. Right of the runic firewall when you set it up and on a one to five they have a six up ward which is weird because you're already doing that several times right but if you're on yep. a six they get a four up ward and that you, and then the runic firewall is removed right yeah at the end of the phase at the end of the phase cool. yeah so at the start of oh at the start of each phase each phase yeah and you pick a different you can pick a unit only within 12 oh so every phase you can. <laughs> oh, these people now, these people. Yeah, that's quite good for battle tactics and things like that, protecting dudes. Yeah, right. That's pretty yeah. interesting. So so far, both both of the invocations are interested, and then the third or mm. the third one, the most ugly model ever. But the you third can't, one, no one can use this. Well, get <laughs> we ready to. It. Okay, so it's a casting value of three, but a range of six inches. So it could be twelve inches if you wanted, right? So and it could be a two-up rerollable. Right, a priest within six inches can take command of it and shoot twelve dice for twenty-four inches at a unit. Okay, uh, any six yep. ups do a mortal wound, but any ten. Uh, but if it's the model's got ten or more models, it's a five up. They take a mortal wound. But if it's twenty or more models and a four up, they take a mortal wound. Right. So I think that that's like a super fun kind of like double thing you could do because you could have a priest. Right, summon that good old molten infernoth into your enemy, just whomping around doing mortal wounds, and you start shooting your Zargon flame spitter from the back of the board, doing mortal <laughs> wounds, and then your opponent's like, "What the fuck is going on?" Right, this is so great. You're a fighting army. Huh? Yeah, and then you run over and throw axes at them. Yeah, <laughs> like what? <laughs> And then you throw your shields at them. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is happening? And, and then, then you one... do a roaring fire stream. Yeah. <laughs> then you do the roaring fire stream. And then one rune father on Magmadroth is just like slapping dragons to death. It's like, let's go, boys. Right? Um, so, like, I think it's kind of fun going down that priesty route, just like talking about like summoning them up the board, right? Uh, okay. So, the prayers that you can do um, are. Uh, Prayer of Ash, which is casting value of four. Friendly units wholly within 18 inches and minus one to be wounded. So a friendly unit. So pick a friendly unit wholly within 18 inches. It's minus one to be wounded until the next hero phase, which is a really good, really good prayer. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. This is a great pair. You've got Prayer of Grimnir's Fury, which is cast on a three. A hero uh, without a mount can fight. So obviously you do a prayer in the hero phase. If you have a unit already in combat, um, you make it so they can fight. Bosh, off you go. That's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, you got Ember Storm, which is cast on a three, which is run and charge for one Hearthguard Berserkers or Volkite Berserkers, uh, wholly within 18 inches. Yeah. Nice. Right. So not bad. Probably not. Probably. Probably. Maybe run and charge for Hearthguard Berserkers. Maybe. Yeah. 
And then Wrath of Volcatrix. It's cast on three. One Magma Droth within 12 inches can fight at the top bracket, uh, which is a good indication that we're going to lose that in the new GHB. Um, so fight at the top bracket, basically. Yeah. Um, so uh, overall, I feel like the Prayer of Ash is really, really good. And I feel like the Ember Storm is quite good as well. Basically. interesting yeah definitely yeah but i would probably be using my prayers to summon up that flame spitter just to annoy james or <laughs> so ugly or the, but all the, the big flame monsters cool man like yeah the... he's fine like i just like it's just like a nothing model do you know like when people are like oh, oh it's a nothing model. This, and you're like bit of sprue yeah. and they're like no kit bashed it and you're like bit of sprue I feel like someone at Games Workshop was like, oh, we got some sprue. People keep telling us to recycle it. Put it in a box. Tell them it's a model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, like, I think it's interesting, basically, in my opinion. Uh, I think I think this, the, prayers, uh, the prayers are fun. Uh, the minus one to be wounded is really good, uh, I think, in this army. Especially, like, if you get all your buffs right in the, at the right time, you know, you could have a runic firewall ping off on a unit that you've made minus one to wound and it's got a four up ward are you like oh that's pretty good it's gone pretty well like you could do some really f i don't know like it's got a lot of options like i don't think it's, like they all have to work it's a bit of a a lottery machine like it's a bit of a scratch card situation like, i hope this works i hope that works it's a bit of a dice roll on a lot of it but it seems okay right okay next up the retinue rule james we haven't finished okay. with our rules yet okay so at the start of the first battle round, before you choice to go first, you can pick one Auric Hearthguard unit, which is a unit we've already talked about. Oh, no, we haven't talked about those. Uh, or uh -huh. Hearthguard Berserkers, yeah? And that unit has to be a unit's retinue. Can we talk about something for a moment? And I know it's getting on into the show, and it's not really time for us to... to but can, why is there a unit called Auric Hearthguard and then another unit called Hearthguard Berserkers? I know it's late into the day for me to be bringing this up, but why is it like last word for one unit is the start of a new unit's name like that's because if they're going to look the same they might as well sound the same as well just <laughs> to double down on it and really piss your opponent off okay yeah what's going on um <laughs> no, it's like um right so just to watch you up. right okay um, and you can be a unit's retinue, right? So that's an Auric Rune Father or an Auric Rune Son, right? Yep. Or an Auric Rune Son, okay? So Auric yeah. Hearthguard, what are they? Okay, let's talk about them. Yeah, they move four inches, and they are coming units of five. Their Auric Hearthguard are the shooting ones, James. Okay. okay, yep. Big cannon guns. Big cannon guns. they got two wounds each, a five-up armor save, and their bravery eight. Yeah? Okay. Um, they have a unit champion that has plus one attack to the magma pike that it's got, and Carl. then you and in yeah you reduce it's called Carl and you reduce the movement of an enemy unit when you shoot at it with a very complicated and convoluted mechanic basically. And their shooting profile, Nathan, is so it's eighteen inch range, Good. so nice range. Mm -hmm. Two attacks, fours to hit, <laughs> threes to wound, yay, minus one round, mm -hmm. one damage. Yes, yes, and that's it. And that's it. So they took their uh, body... and they throw an axe as well. Yeah. So they took their bodyguard unit off them. They used to have a bodyguard rule on them, James, um, okay. which meant they protected bodies. Uh, they protected dudes. But now you don't do that. And instead, you you have this. Well, you have the retinue rule, which is actually on 
the the rune fathers and rune sons war scroll basically yeah so okay. they're the only ones that can be protected yeah they're the only ones that be protected which is kind of interesting again if you compare it to the Ideas deepkin book right Ideas deepkin just have all on foot characters with the exception of one have a five up ward save they're just like there you go five up ward save done this is you have to pay for a unit to be a bodyguard unit right which is like so you have to pay for them already which means you're losing i don't know like it feels like it's double worse not just bad does that make sense i'm like i've got to pay for an additional unit and then mm. that unit suffers or if it's just all on the white school um yeah yeah i mean i don't know how good the rune father and the rune son on foot are we'll oh, have a look at those later we'll, we'll talk about but, those yeah. in a moment yeah yeah um, uh uh did uh, i didn't mention uh like i didn't mention about the the retinue fighting at the same time but i was going to talk about that when i talked about the the characters but basically um the retinue can also fight simultaneously with the unit that they're retinuing that made sense okay yeah so when what so if the rune father fights then the retinue fights at the same like effectively at the same time yeah 100 percent. okay cool uh yeah and Stephen makes a really good point in the chat. Remember when Death had a six-up ward save, right? And that was good. But they also had a six-up ward save over, like, a lot of wounds. You know, like, 150, 160 wounds. I think you're probably going to be hard-pushed to get that many wounds out of this army. Like, as an army. You're probably not going to get a lot of wounds for those ward saves to be as effective, right? Uh, which is why I think we're seeing those Bricks of 20 Plague Bearers with Fleshy Abundance. That's 30 wounds with a five-up ward save becoming pretty, pretty huge right uh yeah. yeah okay so hearthguard berserker so this is the other unit right here we go boys this is why we're here we're here for the party hearthguard berserkers this is the other unit that can be a retinue right they yeah. move four inches they've got units of five okay that and they're quite expensive i can't remember how much they are right now uh two wounds with a five up save and the bravery seven right the carl obviously has got plus one attack and they have a four up ward right we're wholly within nine inches of a fire slayer hero okay yeah and they can do mortals and this very simple rule is the only thing keeping fire slayers alive as an army um right right like because because james think about it think about what we said about the last unit right it's got a shooting attack well it's got yeah. like it's a unit of five so ten shots hitting on fours okay wounding on threes Rend one, damage one. You're like, okay. But it's just got a basic five-up save, right? But then the Hearthguard Berserkers have got a four-up ward on their arm, on their unit. Like, just if they're near a dude. Like, it, it just, just doesn't compare. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I guess the point is then we're back to Fire Slayers, just kill the heroes, right? 100%. 100%. That, that works really well, right? Um, uh, and then they've got a great melee profile, Nath. Yeah, so uh, they can take the broad axe, which is two attacks, three threes, minus one, doing two damage. Mm. Or they can take the flame strike pole axe, which is, they're both two inch range, by the way. Uh, also two attacks, three threes, no rend, doing one damage. But if the unmodified hit roll for an attack made with pole axe, the flame strike pole acts as a six it does two mortal wounds to the target in addition to any other damage it inflicts uh yeah 
okay yeah like uh, like so there's a lot of conversations about what's better right like broad axes yeah are you going for pole axes there's a lot of conversation about that but really like it's all really redundant versus like why would you take so if i'm right in thinking if i can just double check so hearthguard berserkers are 160 points for yeah for five. for five and then the yeah. auric hearthguard are uh, they are 125 for five. Okay, so they're really cheap, right? Like they're like compared, but you're always going to go for the guys that have a four up ward versus versus the other guys, right? All day, because like, which is why you see these guys like double down. Like, uh, why wouldn't you take 15 of these, right? Basically, why wouldn't you take 10 of these? Yeah, um, four up wards huge. Four up wards huge, right? Every uh, every stormcast hero that I played in that Bobo list had one. And like makes all the difference mm. on eight wounds as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like it feels like that. Like no matter like everything else we've read before is really exciting. I'm gonna do some prayers. I'm gonna do some others. Like you know, I'm gonna um, make myself a killing magma draft. You know, and all those other elements. I'm gonna put a f like none of it seems to make any sense. Not not make any sense. That's not quite right. As soon as you get to this, you think, oh okay, I do these and then I work backwards. If that makes sense. Like, yeah, so you're doing these, and then you're building the heroes that we discussed around these, right? So you're like, I build these, and then I make my heroes, so I'm like, oh, I take the prayer dude that turns into a prayer, but I've taken these first. He just runs in the middle of them. Yeah, basically. Like, that kind of makes sense. Although although there's some other characters that maybe help you build a different army, but it feels like these are so strong, these are so good at surviving, and so good in combat, that why wouldn't you use the Hearthguard Berserkers, basically? Like... Like that's it seems like a bit of a no brainer, in my personal opinion. Um, but like that doesn't mean now we've got the Auric Rune Father on foot, um, and he's got six wounds of the four up save, it's pretty good in a fight. Uh, he's got a bodyguard save, which is the retinue thing that we talked about of a three plus. Um, he can make his bodyguard strike at the same time as him, as which we've already discussed already. And he's got the once per battle plus one attack aura to fire stage units wholly within 12 inches, so he's got the same thing. Um, yep. basically. Uh, so that's the Rune Father, and then the Rune Son um, is just a move four, six inches. Sorry, move four inches, six wounds, four up save, dude, with a bodyguard rule for some reason, and I don't know why. Like, he exists. C comes free in the Magma Droth box, right? Yeah, basically. So, uh, uh, yeah, those Diddy Axes, yeah, the, the miniature's hilarious. Like, it's just like, oh no, I'm a Rune Son. Uh, right, okay, so the Flame Keeper from the FOMO box is probably how you build a different army for Fire Slayers, basically. So you got, he moved four and is a totem, so that's good for the command ability. He's got five wounds of the four up save. But um, basically, he starts with a dice on a one. When five models, yeah, which, by the way, is a minimum of 125 points in this army, yeah, Fire Slayer models within 12 inches are killed, you can grant a buff to certain units wholly within 12 inches, right? Um, and that is a six up ward, fight on death, can charge a unit within 12 inches, if not within three inches of an enemy, and plus one damage to melee weapons. So I feel like this is the way that you build your hordy fire slayers, right? Your bricks of 30 with plus one damage, right? Like it feels like, because you don't mind losing five of those to be able to use the flame keepers like special ability, basically. It's what feels good, right? Yep. Yeah. So it's at the start of the combat phase you get to activate these things. Yeah, it is every combat phase, yeah. to be fair. Yeah. Right? So that's where the charge 
in your in your opponent's combat phase is quite good. Hmm. But again, um, why doesn't this guy get a retinue? Like he doesn't get a ward save, so he's just yeah. a, he's just a dude, but without a retinue. So that bit's confusing, right? Not important enough to have one. Yeah, basically, yeah. So like, yeah, and as Owen has said, mm. especially if they're fighting on death. So if you do, if you do want to build a different, I feel like this is the way you kind of like, you know, if you're starting, because you always start a list or a good list, you always start at the top and work backwards, right? So far, the book has really told us that we should start with Hearthguard Berserkers and work backwards. But I feel like the Flamekeeper gives us the option of building differently, which I think is really good. Yeah. Like, which, yeah. like I think is I think it's at least interesting. Hard to do, definitely. But imagine you've got this guy, then you've got yourself like because you could go fairly cheap, right? This guy, some blocks of um, uh, the battle line guys, and then you can, if you want to, take yourself the Killy Grimwrath Berserker and just be having the most fun time trying your hardest, like which I think is good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or or take the the missile um, Rune Father on the Magma Droth as well. Yeah. And then some of those blocks, because the flame keeper is quite cheap, isn't he? Ninety points. Mm. Yeah, and like Dunmer, there's Dunmer in the chat has made a good point as well. So if you double this up with the battlesmith, if you really wanted to try and run the big, the big horde versions of fire slayers, which I honestly think would look great and sounds really fun, you mm. could potentially like when you kill your guys, so like when you remove them out of combat, you could remove those guys if you wanted. Yeah. Yeah, then you could put your um, uh, then you can apply your buffs, and you could also rally on a four up. So those yeah. big thirty brick, those big thirty person bricks, is potentially really playable, right? Yeah, I think I think the battlesmith seems to be your your tech against shooting armies, but your problem is that the shooting armies will probably make him target priority. So you got to try and predict protect him as much as you can mm. uh, so that you can rally the troops to make sure you've got enough dudes when they get there to smash their way through whatever's there yeah uh, and as pointed, people pointed out in the chat the problem with 30 Volkites is they're one inch range they also released Deepkin with two inch range on the weapons and then just forgot about it here which I think is weird yeah they made this more of a challenge to play that's all Deepkin, <laughs> easy mode fire slayers a little bit harder yeah okay all right i agree okay so then there's there's um uh like there's some, some, a guy called a doom seeker and honestly <laughs> i don't want to go into it like, yeah he's skip. he's the dude from the silver, silver tower. tower yeah so yeah, and that's where he should stay. <laughs> yeah, that's where he should. That's where he should stay because he sucks ass, right? And that's the book, okay? Um, uh, Pretty much, yeah. Uh, they can ally in Cities of Sigmar, Ko, and Stormcast Eternals. Mm, mm. Okay, like so, James. Like I know you're new to this book, so tell me how you're feeling about it as a book. Chat time for your turn as well. Nathan? Uh, well, firstly, the model you've left on screen can off. It's perfect. Um, but other than that, like, actually, like, the book sounds fairly interesting. Right, well, the, the book sounds like it has a lot of play. I still think it's not really... Like, I still don't think as an opponent, so someone that's not into Fire Slayers as an army, there's very few ways that I'm ever going to tell anything apart. Like, it all looks the same still. And I still don't think there's any way for me to really know the difference. Like, the names are still the same. They all look the same. The new hero looks the same as all the old heroes. 
Um, but I think, yeah, like you said, like I feel like there's probably more play in it um, than there is in lots of books that we've seen. And I also think there's, there's like interesting interactions. Like I've got to choose, like the term where I choose to do plus one to hit whatever, but I actually want plus one to wound, but I've got to roll a six. Like all of that's quite interesting. Um, and I think like it's going to reward players that play it well. Mm-hmm. And then occasionally reward like more casual players that happen to roll a six on a good turn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I... so I think it's it's probably got like if I just stack the guys with a four at ward, I can probably play it in the middle tables and have a nice time. If I'm gonna play really competitively, there's probably enough there that I can bait people in and trick like play it well. Um, yeah. It's interesting. It's an interesting book. It'll be fun to see. And it seems I'm gonna say this lightly. It seems like internally fairly well balanced ignoring a couple of the fact there's there's some pointless heroes but then there's 10 heroes in a 20 model yeah yeah nathan what do you think yeah i think it's got some it's not like terrible um it's it's more challenging than the 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 deepkin book obviously that we i've said that um multiple times uh but yeah i think I think you can win win quite a few games with it. Uh, you can there's little combos you can set up which is quite fun. You got the ability to deep strike with the runes tunnel with your magmic tunneling, so you've got a bit of uh, interesting movement there. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I think it would be quite fun fun book to play if you're the fire slayer player um so yeah i wouldn't be too upset if you were a fire slayer collector collector yeah collector i think yeah i think it's quite an interesting book to play actually i think slight it feels like it's more interesting than the last book i would say i would agree i would agree like i still i like this is where i kind of i'm glad i've gone through this process with you guys before i kind of made a more condensed video because like my like talking about it like it's slow right the army is slow right yeah like compared to obviously the other book that we previewed already right but then nurgle is also slow right is it does it have as many wounds or does it play as well as nurgle that's kind of an interesting question as well not really sure um uh and it's obviously very slow compared to like you know your kind of iron jaws armies or your, your super fast stormcast with either teleports or or double move units or something similar a lot of deep striking available so it feels slow but like you say you've got a deep strike mechanic and ultimately as always you have to fight on objectives and the objectives are pretty much between you and your opponent most of the time yeah yeah so yeah, you've got a turn where you're going extra two inches. You've got access to run and charge as well. So to get to the midboard, which is all you really need to be doing a lot of the time, there's only really um, Pharrell Foray where you have to get over, well, all the way to the other side. Mm. And obviously the vice, the vice yeah. could be a problem for these guys. But, you know, a lot of the... The scenarios where they're fighting across the diagonal and center you're not that far away i think uh i think they should be able to compete on those yeah 
yeah like i like i i think i think ultimately you could build some really fun builds i think james is quite likes the idea of a fire slayer guy being killed and then turning into like a magmic invocation it's pretty fun yeah <laughs> i think like that that rule i think is great and the fact that you can be like buy that take it lose a guy and feel good about the end result like those are the nice bits it's a bit like that stormcast thing when it's like oh you killed my guy it blew up oh no you did yeah like yeah, like I quite like that. It's fun. I like the idea of the big chompy uh, invocation running around. You could like the thing is, you give yourself some really fun challenges in the book. Like I think you can play it loads, which is good, right? Which is because because you're gonna get better. This is this is an army where you're going to play better. A lot of the deepkin units play well in isolation unless you build kind of like more thrall based builds. Yeah, but if you're taking more sharks or you know kings or eidolons, then you've got like a a far more hero hammery sort of build. This army is very much like i'm not saying it's a higher skill cap. okay it is a higher skill cap for probably no better reward that's a fair way to say it let's say that let's say deepkin and fire slayers come out at the same like competitive level although i think deepkin are a little bit better but let's just say i think it's easier to play the deepkin at that level right but it's like it would take you longer to learn and harder to play fire slayers towards that level you could definitely play this a lot worse because you've got loads of options in the runes you've got loads of options in uh when you're going to activate them when you can use that command ability if you're going to get dudes within range but ultimately that generally tends to make you a better war gamer because then when you do end up playing a smooth brain army then you generally have got those things kind of locked in mentally as a player which is quite fun um so like like i don't hate it is what like I, like I thought I would go into this being like ah oh, I can't be bothered but actually mm. it feels kind of fun like it really does like it feels like it's got some fun elements I don't think yeah. any of the units I guess are a miss but they've basically got three units and I think that that's yeah. the weirdest thing from this release like if you were a fire slayer player like you're like yeah fuck yeah fire slayers there's my jam it's weird that Games Workshop haven't supported you with like another unit or two right at this yeah. po- at this point right because you basically have three dudes three units one of which you've made like very bad in my opinion like i don't get the shooting unit at all now like what are you you're just like some pistoliers like just hanging out like have you seen the weapon i don't want to like go over it but like on the auric hearth it's not bad in a fight is it compared like no but like i'm looking at no i'm looking at it as a weapon nath like it's just like awesomely crafted like dragon dragon headed like it looks wicked do you know uh, what it is? What? All style, no substance. Huh? It's all style, no substance. Yeah. I like... don't know why it hits on fours though as well. It's like all. They're not uh... good shots. They're not iron drakes. Uh... Yeah, like uh, yeah. Why not? Well, I mean, but like, what is it? Like, is it like, you know, why is it eighteen inch range? Make it shorter range and make it like fucking absolutely bang do you know what i mean three like, inch range super good yeah like six inch range <laughs> devastating right like yeah. like just like move six, two yeah six inch range <laughs> why can't it be why can you have dracoths yeah i'm not even talking about storm trade guard why can you have dracoths doing like is it one shot each a mortal wound yeah but they move super fast and it's like a 12 inch range shot why can't these guys have an 18 shot right that on a four up does d3 mortal wounds or a mortal wound or whatever right you're like fuck yeah yeah let's magma pike the shit out of this so i mean something that's really fun and rewarding just like 18 shots hilarious rubbish shot don't care like so i feel like so you only had three units to play with 
right? So you're like, Auric Hearthguard is a miss. And then you've only really got the Hearthguard Berserkers in the other guys, right? But I think the Grimwrath Berserker is really fun. And I think the, the, the Rune Sun is super fun. And actually the Priests and the Endless Spells or Invocations are really fun. So I think overall, like, not a terrible job. Not a terrible yeah. job. Like, pretty good, I'm going to say. Yeah? Yeah, I wouldn't be too put out if I was a Fire Slayer player. Yeah. Yeah. Right, like, and I would, yeah, like, I think it's good. I mean, if, yeah, if you compared yourself to an elf, then you'd be maybe a little bit sad, but I mean, fuck elves and be a, <laughs> be a man and play a dwarf and have a good time. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And also, Nathan, six Grimwraths, let's go. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. Uh, all right. Well, listen, it's been lovely talking about this. I feel like I'm a little bit more like, um, a little bit more like this has been a really good conversation for me on getting my head around the army like because now i'm kind of like because i've always like i've always thought that the dwarf fire stairs were like okay i thought oh, that's kind of that'd be cool to play i guess like at some point because it's dwarfs right um yeah. and you could you could build yourself and they haven't got any shoes on <laughs> they've got no shoes man right <laughs> that's uh, the way you like them perfect thanks hoodman for subscribing big love to you uh yeah all right uh, before we go Nathan, you got any shout-outs? James, you got any shout-outs? I'll just read what everyone in the chat is saying. Uh, a lot of people saying that they think that they should release some cool, like, magma elementals, which I think I deeply agree with. Yeah? Um, seems like you, you have some nice... You package them old Chaos Dwarf Fireboys from Forge World. You could. You 100% could. Owen says, uh, it seems like you can have nice options for synergistic combos rather than Smooth Brain War Scroll Hammer. Joel says, this book is honestly great. It's rewarding a skillful player on knowing when to pull the trigger while being far less boring for opponents than the previous version. Yeah, I mean, I would take this book over six long strikes all day, right? Yeah. I mean, the Megmatroths have gotten better as well, which is good, I think. Yeah. I have a feeling they just feel like they can do quite a bit of output in a combat. Yeah, I just Which don't. I, just I don't, don't get remember the... them ever doing that, so it's no. quite cool. I also don't get the fire stream, man. Oh, that's yeah, that's fire piss. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, Nathan, you got any shout outs? No. Okay, perfect. Thanks for being on, uh, James. <laughs> uh, big big shout out to this book. Still, probably will lose to corn. So no corn. I reckon it'll beat corn. No. Beat Thunder Lizard. Needs nerfing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, all right. Well, thanks, chat, for tuning in. If you listen to this back as a podcast, please stay hydrated. If you listen to this back on YouTube, leave some comments. And if you are um, a patron of the War Gamer, thank you for helping support the show. Can't do it without you. Loads of love. See you soon. And goodbye, everyone.